7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the return of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, we just got back into town on Sunday, and boy, are my arms tired. Uh, not really. Uh, but of course, uh, the band, we're putting the band back together tonight. Uh, and of course, joining me as always on the Tuesday program, Mr. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Joe, did Sharky eat the mute button? No, I, I, (laughs) I swallowed it. (laughs) Yes. We're here in Scranton or the electric city or formerly known as. Do you know what it was known as before it was known as Scranton? Oh, no. Slocum, Slocum Hollow. Slocum Hollow. I was going to get Shelbyville yeah. or Morgan, Morganville. <laughs> Shelbyville. <laughs> uh, I wore onions on my belt. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, we, we, we missed you. You you and Barb were there in spirit with us uh, at the were, big beer and barbecue bash down at uh, Rain and Bobber's house in D.C., and of course, joining us on the program uh, from the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, whose voice is a little bit hurting right now, so we're gonna take it easy on her. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Hi, everybody. Hi. And I have an exciting announcement to make, everyone. Uh, here, let me let me play a little bit of fanfare for this. Uh, uh, here we go. This is this is just how big this news is, everyone. Is that? Not only is Rain an adopted Picklesimer, but I am an adopted Koch. He is. Yes, I I, I became <laughs> I became the the uh, the Koch's Koch girl's long lost brother. I'm sorry. So, no, it's kind of awesome, really. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, Nissa and Heather were awesome. Uh, you know, I, I loved your entire family. They were great. Matthew was awesome. <laughs> Uh, he's my little buddy, and uh, it, it, we, Susan and I had a great time. Um, and I pulled a prank on Rain at one point. It was funny. Uh, at one point, uh, I, I, I did tell a lot of this stuff, but uh, on on Mike Check Radio on Sunday. But I want to. I'm going to repeat myself here and there. But I, I wanted to tell everybody this one. Uh, I, I walked uh, Meow Goodness out uh, to his car at the end of the night with uh, I think Hugh. I think Hugh, um, Sandy's husband, helped out too. Helped carry his chair and stuff like that. And um, and on the way back, I found something on the street. And I was like, aha, I have a dirty trick I'm going to play. So I walked up to Rain. And I said, and I looked all panicked. And it was like, Rain, I got a bolt. And, you're like, and she's like, what's wrong? And I opened the palm of my hand. And I had a, I had a big bolt in my hand. <laughs> so I found a bolt in the street. So I potentially saved somebody's tire from getting punctured as well. 
Yeah, well. Okay. Oh, nice. And I was very concerned. You were. You were. It was a mean trick of me to play, but, you know, that's what brothers do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what brothers do, Ken. Yeah, you jerk. So, <laughs> but uh, my sisters loved you, and they loved Suze, and yeah, this is this is a beautiful thing, and I can't wait for our first big family argument. Oh God, that'll be great. Uh, so <laughs> cause you know what's gonna happen? One person is gonna come out with hurt feelings. Or if we're lucky, multiple feelings will be hurt. Uh, I got to spend a, a good amount of time. I was very excited with Tim Coromel, uh while we were there, in addition to all the other turnips that were pictured in the photograph that, uh, that's that been making its rounds. Uh, and that was cool. So I, I made sure to send Joe a picture of Francie and Tim together. So uh, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I didn't take a ton of pictures, but everybody else did. So Nissa took a lot of pictures. So that was cool. Yes, she did. Yeah, and um, and apparently <laughs> has issues figuring out how video works on her camera. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. Yeah, <laughs> she she gave the disclaimer. She was a little drunk. Yeah, and a little hungover. Yeah, it's understood. I I, I was Francie said to me the next morning when we went to breakfast with her and Michael. She said you, she's like you look like your eyes are gonna fall out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, well, I did drink from two to two. So <laughs> We did, didn't we? That's uh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I didn't really start feeling it until once we started doing karaoke, because then I really started pounding beers. <laughs> Jesus, it was sick. I'm telling you, man. This party was just... See, here's my voice. Let me, let me yeah. take it down. I'm going to take it down to the quiet store oh asmr this, then this party was really out of control it, it was and i blame heather <laughs> you should blame me for bringing the karaoke <laughs> oh i blame heather i blame heather she is heather a, was the she's one a partier me and bob up until quarter to freaking four. Oh wow she didn't want it to end no so no she but, didn't want it to end Jesus it was Christ, it really was Heather. a good party, God Joe. Damn you, I was climbing ladders drunk. It was great. Joe. It was a good time. It really was a good party. It I want really Joe to, was a good party. I want Joe to comment on, on me drunk, drunkenly climbing ladders. <laughs> you there, Joe? You weren't that drunk at that point. Oh, at the end of the night when I had to unplug the karaoke, I was. <laughs> oh. It was all right. Did we lose Joe? Are you there? I am here. Oh, Is there Joe? you go. I think Joe is I am here. I'm, I'm sorry. I had to, to mute because Barbara came in and I had to inform her that it's going to get warm in here because her air conditioner shit the bed. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. no. Yeah. Flux capacitor. Flux capacitor. Yeah. It'll be fixed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, That happened to us a couple of days before the party. Hmm. No. Yeah, it did, but we had the home really? warranty. Yeah. So they came and fixed it. Well, that's good. Bobber yeah. says I have no many idea. I have no idea how many beers I had. I had a margarita too. Yeah. If. Yeah. If. Uh, hey Ken, how's the laptop? Me? Oh, Dad. Oh, oh I bought Dad the laptop. That's. Uh, I, I'm like I. I got no stinking laptop. Um. 
but uh but yeah i i bobber i'm in the same boat with you brother um and i ha- i did get to try uh three of bobber's beers while i was there um and uh, the cider which was delicious uh and the uh bourbon barrel beer i don't remember what that was and then i think the whatever the the wheat beer or hefeweizen was that he had so yes i got to try all those and then I found my new love, <laughs> National Bohemian. Kenny's new love, Natty Bo. That is some good cheap beer. I'm telling you, and, oh, that's awesome. And and I and my sister lives in Virginia, so I'm trying to talk her into bringing me up a bunch of cases when she comes next. Oh, I'm just gonna ask how ma- how much room she has. How much room do you think you're gonna have? Um, you know, uh, but, uh, I actually called a grocery store in the area, talked to Todd, the beverage manager. He's there from nine to five uh, on uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Um, <laughs> and he said he would order it, uh, yeah, Kroger in uh, Richmond. So <laughs> nice. yeah, I'm sick, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so we brought home, uh, uh, a bunch of leftover crabs. We got, uh, three Ziploc bags of crabs in the freezer. That's exciting. Susan, we weren't going to Maryland without having some crabs. So, um, uh, so we got that and, um, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was, uh, astounding, uh, the whole time, but we'll talk about the party more. A little later i want to do extended open phones tonight for anybody who wants to call uh who was at the party or some anybody who wants to ask us anything about the party or anything else or whatever so after in next hour i'll open up the phone lines so uh but yeah uh bourbon barrel we heavy 10 percent alcohol uh belgian vit same as blue moon yeah that's what it was and then the cider. I got the cider right. <laughs> it was a nice dry cider. I poured one for Francie, as a matter of fact. So, and I gave it to her, and she's like, is that cider? And I was like, let me taste it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's just dry. So, anyway, nobody, you don't want too sweet of a cider. That'll make your tummy hurt. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into the news, shall we? Because uh, apparently uh, the, uh, the doll hands, the shit given, the uh, fat Donnie uh, has not slowed down. Uh, it's the nonsense, neither has his cult. And um, my God, where do we start? Um I think we should start with uh, the the um, the stuff the new stuff from today. Of course, you know uh, Trump. I have red lines. I have the best red lines. <laughs> you remember how how mocking how much mocking went on with with Obama and the Syrian red line and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. What is going on? I and don't get me wrong. I do not want war with Iran. I know there's a bunch of there's a bunch of crazy conservatives out there that want it, um, but yeah. So so fat Donnie, um, and I love this tweet. Uh, this uh, the, here's a tweet. Um, uh, actually, this is from um, here we go. Let me let me find this. Uh, this is a tweet from uh, Barack Obama from today. It says Donald Trump will attack Iran in order to get reelected. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's what Trump tweeted about Barack Obama in 2012. Oh, oops. Oops, yeah. Trump said oh, Barack Obama will attack Iran in order to get reelected. 2012. 
1,299 likes. 2,353 retweets. Um, yeah. <laughs> and somebody replied uh, a while ago, there's always a tweet. <laughs> <So> <laughs> there's always a fucking tweet with this guy. So... Uh, so, so Trump is, you know, he, he, he set up his, his, what appeared to be his red line. A lot of people were really nervous. I said he's not going to do it. And I was right. And I still think he will not. I stink. I stink. <laughs> I stink. Think he won't. Um, I do not. I do not believe. Being a little stinky. It's okay. Because here's the thing about Trump is that Trump does not want to lose those GOP hypocrites that once were saber-rattling in, in screeching to the, to, from the hills that they wanted to go into Iraq after 9-11, whereas people like me and you guys went out in the streets and we marched and we protested against the war in Iraq and were told by every conservative in the day that we were traitors. And then all of a sudden, like, you know... Trump was even for it back then, too. Glenn Beck was for it. All these fucking people were for it. Tucker Carlson was for it. And and now, all of a sudden, you know, they're like, oh, that was bad war. Dumb idea. You know? And it's like, oh, oh how long did it take you to grow a fucking couple of fucking brain cells you could rub together and come up with the, the fact that it was wrong when you were calling us all traitors? How does that feel to be so fucking pathetic and wrong all the time? And again, hey... I'm, I, I, I've said many times I was pissed as hell at Hillary Clinton and all the other Democrats who wanted to go into Iraq. Dumb fucking move. Because, you know, and, and it's like, and now all of a sudden, all the, you know, Trump doesn't seem to want to lose the former pro-war, now anti-war movement that really doesn't care about human life. They just care about money. Um, and they saw what a money pit it was in Afghanistan and Iraq. And now they're like, Oh, oh, he won't do it. And all you Democrats want him to go into war, you hypocrites. No, 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 no. That's not us. We're still anti-war. You guys are just, you know, greedy little piggly some of bitches. And, <laughs> and you know, you don't know what you want until your next, you know, stupid, um, you know, um, figurehead says you want what you need. You know, except for a few. There are some neocons out there who still think, oh, yeah, Iraq, great idea. Super right. cool. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so he he doesn't want to piss those people off who who are you know have have flipped the script and are now like oh well we're anti-war well you didn't fucking used to be. I was the traitor, remember? Um, but but so I, I I'm I'm convinced that he has built a big enough base of people who are like no it's a waste of money to go to war again not concerned about human life. Hate they hate Muslims, so they could care less if he if he just turned the Middle East into glass with nukes, you know. Um, <clears throat> but no, I know he's not going to do shit with Iran, and he's already uh, capitulated today. And it, it, and the audio I got for this is quite amazing. Now I, I'm sorry, I'm kind of steamrolling, but I I, I just uh, need to get that off my chest. So, uh, uh, uh Rain, did you uh, anything you want to say about? Uh, the latest Iran nonsense? Well, I think the Iran nonsense has to do with the fact that in the end, Trump is still an isolationist. He always has been since he began running. 
Mm-hmm. He's he's America first, which is totally isolationist. And um, I I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened when he said I decided to pull back after he told the lie about. He asked the generals, oh, 150 people might be killed, so we can't shoot. I think that he really went back to his original impulse, and that is to be an isolationist. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, I sound like a little old lady. Well, and I think he knows he'll lose the election, uh, for sure, if, if he goes into Iraq. Or, Iran. Iran, I'm that. sorry. I, 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 I would almost guarantee you I don't think he could go back on on that you know with all the unfinished wars we already have in the Middle East I don't think I don't think anybody has the the fortitude to to see something like that through I know his cultists are are all in but I think there's still a few moderates that you know are like no you know uh Joe what are your thoughts before I get to the audio uh I, I agree with you. I don't think uh, he has the guts to pull the trigger. I think he knows the uh, – he, he's on thin ice already as far as mm-hmm. the election. I, th- I think a war in, in in the Middle East, which <laughs> it will make the Iraq war look like a cakewalk compared to what we're going to face with Iran. Yes. Yeah. You know, they, they have a Navy. They have an Air Force. They have a real army. It isn't like Iraq. And, no. uh I, I think he knows. I mean, he knew full well that 150 people would have been killed or more. Th- that's something every expert has said. That's something that's laid out right at the at the outset when they start considering these things is casualties. Mm-hmm. So this this whole idea that he 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 found that out ten six hundred seconds before uh, before they started dropping bombs is crazy. That's just a lie. Oh, mm-hmm. he pulled a. He pulled a, he pulled a, a reality show. Uh, oh, I'm going to give the rose to 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 this girl. No, this girl. Yeah, yeah. I think this was a reality show bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's still dangerous. Sure, it is because you're, you know you could have a mistake. You know what if one what if one the planes were in the air, the ships were in position. They were not cocked and loaded, locked and loaded. Uh, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. They were locked and loaded. They were ready to go. In fact, they said, you know, downstream it, it, where, where, where the, the rubber meets the road is where, where the, the sailors are on the boats and the pilots are in the air. They don't like to be called back seconds before they're ready to drop bombs. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, this was a stunt. Absolutely. And, and just so you know how serious he is about everything, listen to this audio uh, from, I believe it's from today or maybe yesterday, uh, of him in the Oval Office. You had a back and forth with the leader of Iran this morning. Well, it's from today. What message did you want to send to him with your tweets? Well, there is no message. You know, I'll tell you what the message is. When they're ready, they'll have to let us know. When they're ready, they'll let us know. Very simple. Ready to negotiate, you mean? Ready to do whatever. Doesn't make any difference. Whatever they want to do, I'm ready. What? What does that mean? Nothing. It literally means nothing. He put down the saber. He stopped rattling it. And, yeah, I'm ready for anything. Whatever. Whatever. And he said negotiate. The, the guy said negotiations. Yeah, yeah, that that's fine. Whatever, whatever. They just need to tell us. That's not capitulation. So he's is it? just basically sitting back in the chair and being like, you know, you come to me. 
That yeah. That's well, really, really really disturbing. He's really putting the pressure on Rohan on uh, Rohani mm-hmm. because uh, he put uh, a trap. Ayatollah Khomeini, Joe. Ayatollah Khomeini. No, Rohani. It was a joke. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but is but he really put the screws to him because he put a travel ban on him. Yeah. So he can't come to the United States. Of course, he hasn't left to Haran since 1988. Yeah, there's that. There's that, but I mean, but really, he really put the screws to him. Yeah, he hasn't been here in a very long time. A very long time. This she uh, made my she made my clown art this year. Oh, that's good. Girl. That's good. Yes. But but there's more there's more from today from Trump. Yeah, I think you'll hear a little beep here because I, I separated the two clips because they were they were separate in his remarks. So here. Uh, okay. Do you have an exit strategy for Iran if war does break out? Uh, you're not going to need an exit strategy. <laughs> I don't need exit strategies. Okay. Did you hear that that bastard laughing in the background? We haven't figured out who that is. But there's some cackling asshole in the background going, <laughs> We don't need exit strategies. <laughs> Fuck you. Fucking party of life, my ass, you scumbags. Yeah, they don't need an exit strategy because they're not going to enter. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. He's trying to make it sound tough like he's going to nuke them. But he's not going in. He's not going in. He's going to do sanctions well, and nothing more. Here's the problem. Here, To me, here's the problem. And that laughing really did bother me because um, if my history serves me correctly, and guys, again, I'm sorry about my voice tonight. No worries. If my history serves me correctly, we place serious sanctions on Japan. And then they hit us in Pearl Harbor. And we Iran's didn't have not, an exit strategy. Yeah. Well, Iran's not going to attack us. Um, because if they did, that I mean, if, if Iran attacked us, they know they would be dust. They know that we would nuke them. There's no doubt in yeah, my that's mind. That's still if they, not good. That's still no. awful. It is. It is. Um, but, um, you know, or at least we would, you know, get a bunch of like heavy duty missiles and, and, and take out, you know, every major structure, you know, there some ICBMs with, without nuclear warheads, whatever you call those. Um, I don't know. Do they make ICBMs with that intercontinental or without a, without nuclear warheads? I don't know. Something, some, I mean, I know we have missiles that can, you know, take out buildings and stuff from a far enough distance and they wouldn't be able to take them out. But I, I, I don't think uh, Iran does not have a death wish. But uh, they're gonna they're gonna puff their chests out as much as Trump is, you know, and even more so that they got him to back down. And they called him mentally retarded today. And he and he took the fucking bait and tweeted back at them. He said, "Oh, apparently you don't know the words nice or polite." Because you're the master of those things, Trump. You and your scuzzy he's, cult. His his intelligence is retarded. Well, I gotta say, I'll say this: is my best friend growing up. His father was a pastor, and he ran home for uh, mentally challenged adults. And my uh, 
one of my best friends now had an uncle, uh, a sweet, beautiful man who uh, had Down syndrome. And uh, all those people that, you know, that somebody would callously refer to by what they said, I got to say, those people are real decent human beings. Trump has none of those qualities. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so apparently, um, oh, I guess all the Republicans should love Iran because they're not PC then. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I tell, I'll tell you now, Trump's not going to do shit. He, he said he, he projected, you know, he lied about what was going on and now he's just backing down and he's not going to do shit. He's going to do whatever he can to try and change the story. And, you know, but then I don't, I don't think he's going to be able to, because, you know, again, the fucking idiot took the bait. Yep. <laughs> he's yeah, not going to do, do shit. Think that, do you think that Iran is going to back down? Um, I think they'll st- still keep prodding him. I think they'll do j- exactly what Kim Jong Un did, and I-, I know all these all these idiot Republicans are like, "Oh well, you know, hey, at le- that worked with Kim Jong Un when they were trading barbs. They they got to sit down and you know talk, and it's like, well, yeah, and what did it accomplish? It emboldened Kim Jong Un to butcher more of his family and cabinet members, right? Yeah, and Kim Jong Un is still building nuclear weapons. That's Absolutely. correct. I, he never I mean, I, I don't feel like any of this. I, I agree. I don't disagree with you, Kenny, mm-hmm. that, that Trump is not going to do anything. And my God, I'm so sorry about my voice, everybody. But don't think I don't anything feel of it. like any of this makes us any safer at all. Oh, no, I, I, I agree. You know, all the fundies have hard-ons out there because they know this is the world-ending event that they've been praying for to get, you know, uh, Jesus to come back and, and everything and right. go up heaven's right. chimney. Uh, right. th- yeah. That was probably who laughed. Some fucking, it was probably Pence. Who knows? I don't know who was in the Oval Office. No, Pence was I mean, out of I guess out the of point state. that I'm trying to make is that Trump might not do anything, but that doesn't mean it doesn't embolden South Korea or North Korea or Iran. It emboldens them because mm-hmm. they see that we have a weak, weak president. Yes, and I I think that it's important to remember that, you know, countries like Iran don't look at America. Well, they look at America as okay, they're the strong ones, but they also look at our country as we need to defeat them. That really is what it is, and this is this is really dangerous. I agree. I agree, um, but um, I I I don't know. I'm not gonna say I'm, I, you know, I can tell the future because I'm, I can't. But I, I have a, a good goddamn feeling that Trump's not gonna do shit. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. I don't think Iran's gonna do anything. I think it's just a bunch of saber rattling and dick measuring, and neither of them are doing very good at it. And uh, <laughs> I, I didn't well, say, I, I didn't, I didn't say penis in this house. Don't though, say penis in this house. But I got a show to run. Go ahead, Joe, and then we got to go to the break. I think there's one country watching the Iran-Trump uh, show very closely, and that's North Korea. Mm-hmm. And uh, not that he didn't have his number to begin with, because he yeah. does. He knows exactly how to play him. But they're watching this Iran thing, saying, "See, we had him. We had him right. We had him right. He's he's uh, he's just a reality show host." 
He plays for the camera, and there's nothing behind it. Yeah, he's as fake. He's as fake uh, an aggressor as he was a fake uh, businessman on the, the Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's agreed. It. That's agreed. what he is. And Francie says a pissing contest. Yes, Francie, that is exactly right. So uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break, and we'll be right back with lots more. We'll, we'll get finish fin- try and finish up the news, and then uh, we'll uh, start doing open phones in hour two. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Fuck you! 
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. What? I said you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And a quick update, everybody. I did mention this on Mike Check Radio on Sunday. Um, uh, and please be sure to check out Mike Check Radio every Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. we got to get new promos uploaded. Breaks are a lot more of a challenge now that I don't, I'm not running promos for the music shows. I don't want to false advertise because I don't know if our music shows are going to come back. We might have to be all old-time radio and royalty-free music or artist-approved uh, music. Until I can figure out <clears throat> how and when I'm getting our license back. I'm fighting with the old uh, stream licensing to try and get a refund since they canceled uh, two weeks after I paid them for an entire month. Um, and uh, so I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking to see what can happen. But obviously, we've been very busy. And, you know, starting back at work and everything. Uh, so we'll, you know... I'm, I'm working on it, but for right now, we've procured some pretty great old-time radio for everybody, um, and uh, yeah, we need to make longer longer bumpers for everybody's shows, because uh, I just lost half of my promos to run on breaks, um, and um, and of course, I like to say the Tim Coromel one uh, for the top of, or the bottom of uh, the last hour, because it gives me plenty of time to run to the restroom. Uh, and <laughs> of course, uh, welcome back, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Thank you so much, sister, and to and to Bobber, uh, my brother, my my karaoke soul brother, Bobber. Um, and uh, well, I had a great time. Susan had a great time. I loved meeting everybody from the show and your family and your other friends. 
Uh, got to meet Kevin in D.C., a regular Stephanie Miller caller. I'm hoping to get him listening to our show, too. Um, so uh, it, it was a lot of fun. So I, I can't thank you enough, Rain. Well, don't uh, Sandy deserves a lot of thank yous, too, for bringing in some of the mooks. Yes, yeah, the absolutely. Stephanie Miller show. She deserves a lot of thank yous for that because, I mean, anybody who knows me knows I'm terrible at email and texting and mm-hmm. I'm just bad at that stuff. So thank you, Sandy. Yes, Sandy, you are wonderful in the chocolate gravy that was your grandmother's recipe, your great-grandmother's recipe, who owned a bakery. I tried some of that on a soft pretzel, and oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so good, so good. I had so many different kinds of food that day. Oh, and your neighbor, Adama, was that her name? Adama? Yes, Adama. Yeah, she Adama. made Adama. Uh, she made um, the most wonderful... A coffee flan. Coffee flan. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, and her, her little boy Derek was hysterical too because we we he kept wanting to sing karaoke songs and I'm like, buddy, I don't know if I have any songs you want. So I got him to sing Jingle Bells. I had Jingle Bells, <laughs> and uh, and he sang the ABC song as well with some accompaniment yes. from the from the uh, grownups as well. And, yeah. and she she's awesome because I think I told you guys. I have met her just because she comes, you know, she walks home or she walks to school to pick up her kids. That's how I met her. Oh, and cool. I invited her to the party and she showed up. That's awesome. And and she's amazing. She's awesome. And um, I got to get her her Very coffee cool. flan pot back. And uh, and Sandy says she uh, um, she sent Kevin the links. So. Oh, it's very cool. So, and I commented on his YouTube videos as well, um, because he sent me. Can I somebody send me his, his YouTube videos? I will send them to you. Um, okay. Yeah. So they're very fun. Very fun. He's, he's a talented guy. Uh, but anyway, and Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the uh, unair conditioned city. Uh oh, his mu- his mute button has melted in the heat. Or got blown you know across. Muddy got blown You know what this damn button, <laughs> it, it does what it wants <clears throat> to do. I thought maybe the fan I blew it across the room. But it's, well, truthfully, I had to move into another room because I was in a sunroom and it was oh. getting warm in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we were electric room. up until about, yeah, that's, so we aptly named it the sunroom. Sure. Um but uh, yeah, we were up to five o'clock. We were electric, and then uh, then all of a sudden, uh, my air conditioner says, <laughs> "That's what you think." Mm. Oh, that's Nonsense. terrible! Yeah, terrible. well, it'll be fixed in the morning. Yeah. Well, you have to and roughly the sun's going down. That's true. That's true. So maybe you can pop a couple windows open and get a nice cool night breeze in there. So, yes, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so thank you. And yeah, Sandy, Sandy's husband, Hugh is wonderful too. Uh, you know, I had a good time chatting with him. Um, but, uh, so anyway, um, uh, and we'll talk more about that later and all the other folks we, we talked to and met. Um, and, uh, but let's get back to the, uh, the news. It's, it's all, it's all very good news. No, I'm kidding. It's terrible. Uh, so here is, um, uh, let's talk about what's going on in the basically the the child torture concentration camps. Oh my god! Yeah, 
well, uh, this is, um, all right. I, I want to play, I'm playing in a, a particular order. Um, uh, there is some audio that came out of somebody named Sarah Fabian from the Department of Justice arguing in, in front of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, about why they're doing a good job with keeping children uh, awake all night and having them live in filth. And um, this woman and this Department of Justice are fucking scumbags. Mm. Scumbags. This is the first clip because apparently children don't need to sleep. And that's not a form of torture at all, is it? Oh, wait. Don't we do sleep defi- deprivation torture? I think it torture? is under the UN Geneva definition. Convention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, here's Sarah Fabian from the DOJ, uh, and, and I, I love these, uh, these, um, judges, justices, uh, what have you, um, because they're just like, are, are you, are you out of your fucking mind? I don't have all their names. I got this kind of last minute today. Good afternoon. Sarah Fabian with the Office of Immigration Litigation from the Department of Justice. That's any number of things might fall under those categories. And I think, yes, I, I, but, can, but sleep surely does. Right, you can't be safe and 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 sanitary or safe as a human being if you can't sleep. Well, and and you said in your briefs it doesn't say anything about sleeping, so therefore um, there's nothing in here about being able to sleep. I think the concern there is, Your Honor, the court it, finding that sleep, for example, falls under is relevant to a finding of of no safe and sanitary conditions is one thing, but the ultimate conclusion is. That it was left to the agencies to deter to determine, oh or it was what? relatively obvious, uh, and at least obvious enough, so that if you're putting to people's into a r- crowded room to sleep on a concrete floor with an aluminum foil blanket on top of them, that doesn't comply with the agreement. The judge believed was, it's really cold. In fact, it gets colder when we complain about it as being cold. We're forced to sleep crowded with the lights on all night long, uh, and all you do put us on is the concrete floor with an aluminum blanket. I mean, I understand it's some outer boundary. There may be some definitional difficulty, but no one would argue that this is secure and sanitary, safe and sanitary, or at least I don't think you're arguing that, are you? Your Honor, I think what I'm arguing is that the, the, the way that the district court reached the conclusion was to say these these specific items, and, and I, I think I, I will acknowledge. I think sleep is is the more difficult end of what oh, I'm arguing. It's um, a seriously <laughs> that you do not read the agreement as requiring you to do something other than what I've just described: cold all night long, lights on all night long, sleep on the concrete, and you get an aluminum foil blanket. Are you saying that that's and okay? And too crowded to lie down, which they also said. I think I find that inconceivable that the government would say that that is safe and sanitary. I, I think the, our concern is that the district court really looked at a condition, looked at and, and, and again, as I said, I think sleep is 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 clearly at the, at the what she was going to say at the difficult end. Um, yeah, of the argument. You know what? The UN torture report condemns sleep deprivation. Yeah. Among U.S. detainees, it's torture. Yeah. It is torture. Sleep deprivation is torture. And we are torturing children. 
in concentration camps in the United States of America. Yes. Not Gitmo, not in the Middle East, right here in the United States of America. Yeah. This is torture. And again, they said, and if it's cold and if they complain, it gets colder. Yeah, what the fuck? That's against the Geneva it's Convention. Barbaric. It's barbaric. These um, are kids. Yeah, children. And it shouldn't kids. even matter if they're kids. Even if they're adults, it shouldn't happen. No. Joe. Here's the thing. I mean, God damn it. We gave, we gave freaking... Uh, Anyway, go go to Joe. I, we gave prisoners, we give prisoners toothbrushes and and sleeping materials and soap. Charles Manson has giving, it better. Yes. Okay, I'm uh, done. Joe. Shut up. It's interesting. He asked her a direct question. <clears throat> if she thought sleeping on concrete floors with the lights on all night on cold concrete floors with an aluminum foil blanket meets what the court said should be the comfort and safety. Mm -hmm. And I, I love the way she's an attorney and she, yeah. her answer was word salad. It well, was. Do you think, do you think that's, that's, that's comfort and safety? Uh, well, our trouble with the court is that uh, in in the court, uh, uh, you know, I think th they said uh, now these are enumerated items. Yeah, and, and you know, and the, the enumeration of the items uh, uh, we're in the court agreement. And uh, you dumb fuck, you want and kids sitting on concrete floors? Sleep is the difficult end of on the difficult end of what she's arguing. Yeah, I'm sure it is, and it should be for you too, honey. You shouldn't sleep at night. You should be up all night thinking about what if those are your kids sleeping on a bed of thumbtacks. Um, well, I mean, really, I mean, on concrete floors with aluminum foil. Uh, uh, yeah, mylar, mylar balloon material. Mylar, what the, what mylar balloon material. Yeah, that's what what it is. And 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 the conditions. I don't know if you have the clip about the conditions of the children, how they were. I do. They're, they're oh, about, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. So this is. Uh, the only clip I could find was from, uh, I forget the like News Now or Right Now or one of, one of those um, one of those places, and they put a music track underneath it. So I don't know. You know, this is the best copy I could find of it. When you start enumerating, for example, specific hygiene items, and I, and the way that was done is that. The, the court in, sort of enumerated these and say these fall under the rubric, these fall in the category well, of what it, could be required. Again, it wasn't perfume soap, it was soap. <laughs> it, it wasn't, you know, high-class milled soap, it was soap. And that sounds, though, that's part of uh, safe and sanitary. It's within everybody's common understanding that, you know, if you don't have a toothbrush, if you don't have soap, if you don't have a blanket, it's not safe and sanitary. It, well, wouldn't everybody agree to that? Do you, do you agree to that? Well, I, I think it's, I think those are, there's fair reason to find that those things may be part of safe no, and maybe, are a part. What do you say maybe? But you, you mean there are circumstances when a person doesn't need to have a, a toothbrush, toothpaste and soap for days? Well, I think in CBP custody, there's frequent, it's frequently intended to be much shorter term. So it may be that for a shorter term stay in CBP custody, that some of those things may not be required. Yeah, but I don't think that was the situation that the court was confronting. 
I mean, it wasn't right. as though those people were there for 12 hours and then moved on to the Hilton Hotel. No, they were there for a very, fairly sustained period, and at least according to the evidence that the judge believed, they weren't getting these things for a fairly sustained period. Yeah. These kids have lice. They, uh, they, there are eight-year-olds taking care of four-year-olds. Uh, they're, they're, you know, again, just I, I, how, in, in like dozens of them, I, I heard have the flu. Gee, I wonder how they could have gotten the flu. You know that they, they said these are concentration yeah. camps. They yeah. are. Yeah, and for any fuckhead out right there, here. any fuckhead who takes offense to that and says, "Oh, well, uh, you know, AOC needs to apologize to Holocaust survivors." Those were death camps, concentration yeah, camp. Were. Concentration camp. It means two things: concentration, where there are a lot of people yes. forced into yes. an area. In camp means it's not a permanent home. And we're concentrating children into more and more camps where they're getting sicker and, what and length sicker of time what length of time is a good length of time to be without a toothbrush i, I mean i i, I don't I, I don't know how how you guys feel about it but like i brush my teeth three times a day sometimes more too. depending on what i eat um so if you had me in a detention center um for 12 hours i would miss two brushes probably yeah and soap like i use soap quite regularly during the day i am an obsessive hand washer um there you go so you know but you I, don't have to be i i mean just just in the normal course of of the day mm-hmm. i mean you, you you go to i don't want to be gross but i mean you go to the bathroom you wash your hands i mean yes most people do uh if you don't so, i got a problem with you that's right so um unless you're one of these so, poor so kids, these kids who has no choice has no choice and and they said some of the the babies are relieving themselves in diapers kids have to and use urinate urinate defecate diapers i didn't mean diapers yeah. they're relieving themselves in their clothes yes yeah. And, and kids and just really there. disgusting. And it's kids gross, are using and it's to- not humane. And yeah. where's the UN? Kids are defecating and urinating in front of everyone. They don't even have a, a, a modicum of privacy. You know, this is uh, yeah. this is inhumane. This is barbaric. This is disgusting. Um, uh, we don't have a lot of time until the top of the hour, so I want to get to these other clips real quick. Uh, this is what Trump's f- had had these fucking nonsense remarks today about it. Oh, my God. I just want to start punching stuff when I hear this guy, man. Uh, Listen to this. Did you create a national emergency to get funding for the wall? Why have you not considered the conditions for migrant children a similar national emergency? Well, we're getting funding hopefully today. Hopefully they'll be passing the bill. It's a humane bill, and that's what we want. It's all about humanity. It's about helping children. Uh, What's happened is just so sad because if the Democrats approved the loopholes where they knocked out the loopholes and we changed asylum, uh, the whole border would be fixed. In the meantime, Mexico is doing much more for us 
than, frankly, the Democrats in Congress. So Jesus it's a real Christ. simple thing to do, and they just refuse to do it. But I think we should probably be successful with the humanitarian aid, and I think we, that's going to have a big impact. Uh, just remember, we are treating them and doing a much better job than the Obama administration. And that's the one difficulty we have is because the country oh, is doing so well economically, probably the best it's ever done in the history of our country. Yeah, I... People are coming up that you've never seen anything like it. People want, they all want a piece of the action and they have to come in legally. So we're, we've been very strong on the border. Yeah. Well, Shep Smith. Poor uh, people have died in custody. Yeah. Yeah. Doing much better Under than Obama. Everybody, and all these kids, they just want a piece of the action. Yeah. Mexico is doing more, but than the Democrats. Even more people are coming in, and it's like, why do you need a funding? Why do you need more funding? You're the fucking idiot who decided to go forward with this plan, and you didn't have ever anything in fucking place. Just like saying you don't funding, ha don't have an exit strategy for for war. The funding is there, by the way. Yeah. The funding uh, is there. Yeah. And and they're turning away people trying to take donations there, too. Yep. Yeah. So, all right, let me get to this Shepard Smith he's, uh, a clip. He sets uh, Trump straight. That was the clip that Shepard Smith played right before he said this. When asked about the migrant crisis or about the border, the president said that we are treating the children very well. Uh, and because he's made that statement, I'm going to go back and read to you uh, our reporting on how those children are being treated, as we did in just the last few minutes. Uh, that specific question has to do with this border facility not far from El Paso, Texas, where they've been keeping migrant children under what's been described as deplorable conditions. Uh, I told you that a legal delegation went in to take a look at the conditions there and then reported back. Our reporting is as follows. The resignations of the Customs and Border Protection Chief, uh, or the acting one, comes on, the key, comes on July the 5th. His resignation comes as Americans demand answers over the treatment of migrant children held in U.S. custody. We reported yesterday on horrendous conditions at one border facility in Clint, Texas, near El Paso. A legal team visited and issued a stunning report on what they saw. They say about 300 children were there, some for weeks, even though U.S. rules say the kids couldn't, must be transferred after three days. One lawyer said the children, many not yet in their teens, were taking care of infants and toddlers. In other words, young migrant children, less than 10 years old, taking care of infants and toddlers. Their clothes covered in snot. No access to toothbrushes or toothpaste or soap basic necessities for any of us and all the more so for children we reported accurately here yesterday that were these uh, prisoners of war instead of innocent children those withholding of those items would be violations of the geneva convention that's what the president considers treating well the children of migrants who came across the border without documents children who are now separated from their families 100 of whom were transferred elsewhere and were today returned to that facility, which is incapable of providing toothbrushes and toothpaste and soap where children were sitting in their own filth. Those are the facts at that facility. And add to that the fact that the director of the own facility said that it was better capable of housing children than other facilities of the kind. I sure hope you watch that, you fucking Trump cultists. 
deplorable conditions from the fucking basket of deplorables. That's what we got. Disgusting. I mean, they're not even washing these kids' clothes from what it sounds like. Why aren't soap and toothpaste being delivered? The Department of Homeland Security has the money to do this. Why isn't this happening? This is the question that I, I sincerely want media to be asked. I want them. I want media to ask this question: Why? Why? Where is where yeah. is the soap? Yeah, where is and the toothpaste. Yeah, and Joy Behar pointed out today that, or, or maybe it was Whoopi. I think Whoopi pointed out that people were on the View, um, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to the View. The fucking self-serving Megan McCain. Everything's oh. about her. Jesus Christ. Um, we'll try as the, only, as the only daughter at this table oh my god but seriously guys can can somebody answer this in the chat room how come <clears throat> so we're we're hearing I'm so sorry about my voice don't, we're don't hearing apologize about how they're not it. getting soap and toothpaste and toothbrushes why why yeah you know what, bother, you know what bothers me Ray and this is really getting under my skin is that they did more talking about that dumb fucking debate tomorrow and Thursday mm-hmm. than they did about this. Yeah, I, I wish they would that. cancel the goddamn debates because they're fucking useless. At okay? this point, yeah. You know, I mean, really, I mean, don't bother me with that shit. Okay, we should we should be doing twenty four seven news coverage of what's happening down at the border. Yeah. Not, not what a bunch of fucking clowns are gonna 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 have a press conference for two nights. It's mm-hmm. Bullshit. It's real yeah. bullshit. This, it is. I, I'm telling you, the media is really dropping the ball on this. Well, we're dealing with this. We're also dealing. You know what, Joe? Here's the other thing. Quite honestly, we got this going on. We also have the fact that uh, uh, we have a president who's been credibly accused of rape, and aside from um, Andrea Mitchell, it hasn't been covered either. This no, is we just how fl- bad we are right now. This I know. Is- we just flick these things off, like, like uh, uh, she, she's, she has a credible rape uh, 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 accusation, and and nobody's even given it a second thought. Like, mm-hmm. this is how bad things are, though. Is this is this is this the, the age of Trump where we're so so calloused against against outrageous behavior that we just accept it? I don't think that we accept it. No, I, I don't I know. Mean I, don't, I, know I don't. I don't mean. He's just talking the general about, public and the media I, at yes, large. I'm talking about the media. But I, I in, don't in, know. Yeah. All of these stories are important, and I I don't know how. I don't know. I honestly don't know. All I know is, is that because I do believe morning. I do believe that the, the 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 primaries are important because I want this fucker voted out of office. Primaries are important, but they don't start till January. These debates are not important. These yeah. debates are not. It's a distraction. They're media. They're media uh, developed that's, events that's to fair. sell advertising. They've been hyping this. Stephanie Rule at nine o'clock this morning. Don't ask me why I was even headed on because I was trying to find the tennis channel. Huh. Stephanie Stephanie Rule leads her hour, not with children at the border, with with snot crusted clothing, not not with a rape allegation against the president of the United States. She leads the, 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 her hour with with the, the goddamn debates. Yeah. Infuriate. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to say. 
I don't either. I, I, don't, I don't, either. don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. I know that but we have a president who's been credibly accused of rape, and we have children dying at the border. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, it's it's a, it's after eight o'clock. We gotta we gotta go to the break. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to pay attention to this stuff here, but I, I do want to, I do want to dial it back a little bit and I want to try and open the phones, uh, when we come back, I'll try and squeeze in the other audio clips that we have, but it might kind of distract from trying to reminisce about the fun we had. So, um, uh, you know, and I don't, it's a good thing to have. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't mean to diminish anything, but we, you know, we had a very, very special personal event for all of us and we want to you know maybe talk about that a little bit so um all right we're going to go to the breaks uh when we come back uh i'll open up the phones and see if we get any callers we'll be right back right after this i didn't do that right we'll be right back after this friends here's some exciting news everybody i know you can believe in yourself if you believe in yourself you will know how to turn up the night with kenny pick This is Joe Santorsa from the Tim Coramall Show, and you are listening to Indie Media Weekly, for those who dare. And now, on with the show. And I get the feeling you've been cheated. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, I want to do something a little bit different uh, uh, tonight. Since we just came back from a a magnificent trip uh, to the D.C. area, uh, where Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. resides, and I just got to hang out and hug and sing and drink and eat and do all kinds of fun stuff. So, welcome back to you, Rain. Well, thank you. And I and look, I have my voice after singing like every fucking karaoke song I could get my my lips around. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sorry, I don't. <laughs> no, don't apologize. It is what it is. You you were kind of getting uh, you were getting a little sick before the party, right? It was like allergies or yeah. something. So, <clears throat> uh, and of course, uh, he was not there with us, but hopefully next year. Uh, but you were there in spirit for sure, Joe. Uh, we, we love you and we, we, uh, we miss you and, uh, we cannot wait to see you and Barb, Susan and I are thinking about taking a trip out to Scranton, the electric city. Only if you have your air conditioning back though. Oh, oh don't worry. We will have it back <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> yes. So, yes, but no, we, we, uh, it, your name came up a lot at the party with everybody, Joe, oh. and you know, oh. so you were, oh. you were certainly there. So. 
Everybody okay. was like, that fucking asshole Joe. Uh, no, no, I, I mean, I'm sorry. They said. No. <laughs> My ears no. were ringing. Oh, they, they were probably burning. They were probably bur- well, oh, and prob- burning. Well, and probably. Burning and ringing. And ringing from the karaoke. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, why do you have that fucking asshole on your show? No, no, no. I just, I just. Everybody loves you. And, uh, but yeah, so if anybody wants to call, I, I encourage you to call in if you are at the party and share any of your thoughts because I think Rain and Bob deserve a lot of credit for putting on one hell of a bash. And I'd like to hear anybody's thoughts. So call the show, 330-536-1466. Again, the number, 330-536-1466. I will put it in the chat room uh, for everybody as well. Uh, 536-146. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, or 330-Ken-1-Goo-G-O-O. Um, but yeah. I had a great time. Um, I, I have uh, three karaoke soul brothers. That would be, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, Sky. I got to turn Skype off on my phone apparently. So, three zero two area code. I know who this is. Is this Francie? Yeah. Hi, Francie. It is. Hello. I had a ball. Thank you, Rain and Barbara, for hosting. A beautiful bash. It was a beautiful day. There was beautiful people there. Beautiful food. Beautiful city. <laughs> Except for me. <laughs> it was awesome. I had my husband had a ball. Michael was singing right along with everyone else, all the karaoke's, and he could actually sing. So he can. He had a blast. Yes, oh, he, he was had awesome. a blast. He was singing what. Everybody, even oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it was so fun. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, something. I was talking to my sister on Sunday morning. She yeah. is. She wants to put you and Michael up in her place if you ever want to go to the Rhinebeck Aerodrome. Oh wow! Really? Yes. Cool. Really. Yeah. Awesome she, stuff. She actually, told me she's like, if they ever want to come up to the Aerodrome. I'm gonna pull out. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Matthew in the couch in the living room, and they can sleep in his bed. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Because that invitation. was something my husband was saying he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Well, you have that an was like to, one of his bucket. Oh wow! You, uh, you didn't make me cry. <laughs> no, that's family. That's family. Francie. I know that is so cool. Did right. you like your gift? I did love my gift. Friends yeah, did did Bobber? <laughs> I haven't worn it yet. Oh well. <laughs> oh, 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 it's fancy. It's I, fancy. I, I've been a little bit too tired to wear it, but yeah, friends, yeah, but a very, very lovely gift. You're welcome. Well, I, I do yeah, like I fancy. I do. Yeah, goody. But it was it's fun. So I had a ball. I, I enjoyed meeting. Uh, Sandy and her husband, you, and Meow Goodness, and Kevin from D.C., and Living on Long Island, and Scoopster, and Trojan Rabbit and his lovely wife, and, oh my goodness, did I miss anyone? Oh, the Sues. The Sues and I are <laughs> Pokey Pals. 
Oh yeah, we were Pokemon and going it out. <laughs> oh, I want to, I want to, I want to tell that. Let me tell that story real quick because it was right, okay. right after you and Michael showed up, and Michael was up with uh, me and I think it was, I think it was me and Rain and Heather and Bobber. I think we're up by the grill, and Michael was there, yeah. and and we were, and you were sitting down talking to the Sues. And, and Michael started saying, oh yeah, you know, we stopped, you know, talking about, yeah, she, she plays this Pokemon game and we, you know, we, we stopped and we did something you spin the thing and I'm like, that's Pokemon Go. And he's like, no, I don't think it's called Pokemon Go. And I'm like, no, it's Pokemon Go. Susan plays that too. So I, so, so I said, I'll be back. And then I walked down the hill and I went to, um, uh, I went and I put my head right between you and the Sue's and I said, guess what? You both play Pokemon Go. And you were I like, know. squee! And we, <laughs> and we so. took a walk. We went to Hollywood Park. Yeah, yeah. And we caught Pokemon. It was hilarious. You traded, traded, traded and you traded yes. some tips and, and tricks and stuff yes, like that. Yes, yes. So. It, was, it was fun. So it was there awesome. Pokepals. I just It was just the perfect day, too. Like, the weather Oh was yeah. awesome. Everything was like the stars were aligned. It was mm -hmm. just, you know, everything. Well, the food was great. Oh, my gosh. There was so much wonderful food. We should have taken a doggy bag. Didn't even think of it. <laughs> and the doggies were wonderful. My favorite's Roy because he got them little wisps of black hair. He was letting me give him a mohawk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hair. He has that, those, that funky hair oh I mean, susan was and, a, course, susan loved Earl that too chasing bugs and shadows and the other and uh the duke just hanging around relaxing yeah in. Earl yeah sparkle pony i think oh, i might the old man i think i might have bonded yes. more with roy than uh than duke and earl but i had a great time with all three of them so Oh yeah! It Except was for awesome. when Earl almost took me out at the knees. <laughs> he, did, he did that to a couple of people. Yeah. <laughs> Earl doesn't know personal space. He doesn't. Oh. Got to teach him about the Me Too movement. So. Yes. There was no humping on legs. Come on. No. No, no humping on people's legs. Dogs don't like, have a Me Too. <laughs> Pizza, but, uh, they, sniff, they sniff each other's butts for pizza. They really no, do. Earl, yeah, Earl, but Earl runs and he he takes he nearly takes people out by their knees. Well, I was Ooh. you. You've got like what two steps at, down? You go down the little path on the hill at, at the front of the, the front of the house, kind of, yes. and and there's like one or two steps down to the the sidewalk or the the patio slash uh, driveway. Yes. And um, I was carrying a cooler full of ice and beer and pop down. And as I was taking a step off of one of those steps, whoosh, like yep. <laughs> leg in the air. And I'm like, and then Rain's like, I've been telling everybody if he's coming, let him go first. And I was like, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, Rain and Bobby, you have a lovely home and your yard. All the work you've done, Rain, is beautiful. It was. It was just. Everything was just really perfect. It and was, it was a very. It was a really fun party, and I'm so happy. It was having it so was many a friends fun party. There. Yeah, Bob. And people were mixing a bit, you know, mm -hmm. going from little group to little group and all. Everybody was, you know, it was really, really positive and nice. Yeah. And 
Jesus, fun, fun, fun. Yeah, I'm a little social and, and, butter. And we yeah. all need that now. With yeah. all the shit going on, we need this kind of get-togethers with people that, mm -hmm. you know, we could just relax and sing karaoke, you know, whatever. Laugh I think we only scared... Enjoy. I, I think collectively we only scared one person there with our politics. But I think we were all pretty well, polite. Who? Who? So. Uh, I'll just say it was it was somebody from the beer contingent. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, was he wearing later hosen? Wasn't he? Oh. It was, a, it was ladies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know who. It yeah. Was. Okay. Okay. I will hey, say no more. And say you know more. what? Magnum, one of my heads was there on a pipe. He was. <laughs> I put a picture in the chat room with him with the beer, but somebody wanted to shoot him with a pellet gun. So then I had to put him away. I wonder. I really want to shoot that head with the pellet gun. And I said, "Oh no, no, it's Magnum." <laughs> yeah, I know. That had freaked my sister out. I know it freaked a couple of people out, but once I explained. Oh, I should have brought my. I should have brought my jawless ventriloquist dummy from the 1950s. Oh, that would have been great. I got a Jerry Mahoney um, ventriloquist oh. dummy who's missing its jaw. He's like oh. from the. He's all. He's all to beat up and decrepit oh. from the fifties. That's nice yeah. and creepy. Woo. I'll take. I'll take a picture of him for you. Um, I put oh, him. Yay. I put him in a dark corner of the garage. So. <laughs> well, I, I do have a marionette that's kind of creepy. Um, my friend went to Mexico, and they used to call me Paquita, and and mm -hmm. it's not a story that I can tell on the air. <laughs> anyway, okay. that was my nickname. So she brought me like Pancho Villa. He's, um, you know, the Mexican band. He has two pistols in his hands. Yeah, yeah. He is the creepy, he is one creepy-ass marionette. Oh, I have that marionette. I him. I have one of you those, do? too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a couple marionettes. Yeah, with big sombrero and he's yeah, all in black. Yeah, big mustache. And mustache. Yeah. Yep, and the two yep. pistols. He's got the two little plastic guns ah. in his hand. I have, I also have a, a creepy, like, pig in coveralls, um... Yeah. <laughs> so I love it already. Yeah. I want. I. I really want. Um, I actually one of them all time. I actually. I actually made had. made a there video you. that's on YouTube with that pig thing and set it to a Herb Alpert song. <laughs> so. I think oh, Zorba. No. The, I think Zorba. The, Zorba. Oh, I think I said. That. I think I said it to Zorba the Greek. <laughs> um, oh. But um. Awesome. But uh, you know what? But, Back uh -huh. in the day, they had some creepy ass dolls and toys. I must oh, yeah. say, and yeah. I love them. Love them. Yeah. Anyways, we I'll get off so somebody else can okay. chime in. Well, Francie, I want to say it was really. Uh, I love your husband. Michael is awesome. He's one of my karaoke soul brothers, uh, as well as Bobber and Kevin. Oh, and DC. he had such a good time, you yeah. know. And well, my husband's very. Um, he talks to everybody. So, oh, he's, he's very there, outgoing. There were no worries that he would fit in. <laughs> yeah, no. I, but the I, singing, I think, he just—he was in his—he was in his happy zone, you know. Uh, that's awesome. Karaoke. He had well, a ball. I he needed, was singing with yeah. everybody. I needed Everyone somebody like him. To yeah, he just stayed. I needed somebody like you know? him there because, you know, it's like, uh, I always say, if you own a karaoke machine and you take it somewhere and you don't sing the first song, you shouldn't own it. So, um, <laughs> so I started with, so I started with Riders on the Storm. So, so that yes. was, that was it. Yeah. But, uh, all right, well, we do have. You guys sang a song for us. 
Yeah. Uh, for me and the suits, he got a. He said he wants the recording. <laughs> oh, if somebody filmed it. Uh, <laughs> Anywho. We, well, hang on one Thank second, Grammy. Uh, all right, Francie. Fun, fun, fun. All right. Love you guys. We love you back. I love you too, We'll Francie. talk to you soon, Francie. All right. Have Francie. a good night. Good night, Joe. Night. Wherever you are. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, Grimmy. How's it going, brother? Awesome. Okay. Settle in because this is not going to be a happy call. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I, I'm happy already because you're not waiting for a bus or anything. Uh, that's what I want to talk about thing. Oh, okay. I'm seriously considering taking legal action against the show. Uh-oh. Did we make you miss your what? bus? Somebody has to impress upon Mr. Hebert that calling the show from the bus is my bet. Oh, so you all know. Actually, you need to sue not the network, but Adam Hebert uh, himself. Well, so. Adam Hebert is on the air because of the network. Well, should I suspend him? Hmm, I don't. I don't want to go that far. <laughs> I don't know. Just, 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 All right, a sharp rebuke. <clears throat> All right. Well, well fair enough. Bet, fair that's enough. it. Uh, I, so, I am. I am just. I've been steaming all day, and I don't have anybody else to vent to. I am so angry at Megan McCain. Oh, you want to play? That you want to play the audio? That woman! Oh my goodness! You want to play? Not the- only, not only does she dive right into the gutter, but she has to drag her dead father into the gutter with uh, her. I have the clip. It's about two minutes long. Do you want me to play it so uh, people want to oh. understand what you're talking about? Sure, why not? All right, here we go. It's a complete and total humanitarian crisis, and we... Okay, this is about the concentration camps with kids, just so everybody knows what, what while we're setting it up, so continue. It's a complete and total humanitarian crisis, and we don't have the infrastructure to deal with it. Kevin McCarthy, who's the minority leader, said every member of Congress should be required to go to the southern bar- border, excuse me, and see the crisis for themselves, yeah. and they should also be required to see what's happening in these detention centers. I just want to say one quick thing. Yeah. I saw, and apparently, by the way, me saying, can I say one quick thing, is now becoming a parody. That's just how I talk. It's one of my tics. I'm sorry. Um, calling these places torture facilities, I understand it is a humanitarian crisis. It's horrific to detain, and you, like you said, people in jail get soap, and people in jail get toothpa- toothpastes. Excuse me, toothpaste. But I know what a torture facility looks like. I've been to one. But I know. Listen to, to me. Excuse me. When you have a facility wow. whose specific purpose is to torture people, that is not what's going on. Yes, it's inhumane, but there is a big difference between the Hanoi Hilton and what's happening well, at the border right now. We should be less right concerned now. about what we're calling them than what, what is happening inside of them. But hyperbole, I gotta tell you, but I don't think it matters what we're calling them. Well, yeah. our kids are dying inside of them. Well, we shouldn't I play think, semantics but I think, with what we're calling them. Well, we I should think, care about the dead kids well, I that think, have come out of them. Well, my father couldn't lift me above his head as a child because of his torture wounds. Boo-hoo. So I do think hyperbole is important. But that was a war, anyway, and they were grown But torture, Saint calling, I had such a problem with this. A torture facility? A, the, 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 big, I'm say not one, saying it's not what is your horrific. Phrase? Let me say this one thing. What, what do I say? Wait. What I, it is, it's a joke now. What is it she always says? It's I don't a joke know. now. I don't know. It's, on Twitter. it's, not, it's like a thing now. 
Okay. One more thing. Uh, Can I say one thing? First Sorry. of all, it may not have intended to be a torture facility, but has turned out to be tortuous. Okay? Exactly. That's I, number one. Number two, yes. uh, this was used, uh, uh, separating these children was used as a deterrent at the border to, to keep them from coming in. It hasn't been working. It doesn't work. So he doesn't even know what he's doing. But I think the to deter this influx. But I think hyperbole, about. when you're saying this is a concentration camp, this is a torture center, it's when you get people to stop paying attention. And what is happening I, is I'll contram on me. I believe that AOC, I, I mean, at AOC calling touche, it. Touche, Joy Behar. I mean, I don't speak French. I believe that AOC about. calling it a concentration camp in a very strange way has put the focus on and this. Yeah, it has put the focus back. Sorry, the clip got cut off there. But, um. Yeah. Really? Okay. Oh, my dad, daddy couldn't lift me over his, over his head as a child. So, wah, poor me. Okay, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks that that happened to you, but that is not... There are a lot of fathers who can't pick their children up over the head for one reason or another. And it sucks that your father was tortured. But do not try and equate one your father's misery that he was fortunately able to rebound from to the misery and suffering of these children in these torturous conditions that they are subjected to by no fault She's of their own. She's trying to distract from that. She's yeah. there have been death. Them. Children have died in these camps. And yes. you're saying they're not concentration camps. There's, uh, there, there, there are children that are probably close to death now. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I'm sick and tired of her using her father's name as a way to defend any one of her freaking conservative defenses. She needs to be shit-canned off that, that show. She's that horrible piece, on that show. That piece of human garbage will do anything to support a GOP talking point. Yeah. and um, The bottom well, line is that these are concentration camps yeah. because what they're doing is they're concentrating Latina, Lat, Latin children. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I'm trying to Joe, say that they're not yeah. intentionally... They're not. They're not designated as torture. It doesn't matter. No, they're having the same effect. And and why are you so concerned with calling them concentration camps? Because it makes your president look bad. Yeah. Because I'm sure. it's intentional. I'm just it's, these it's children intentional. to be human. They're uh, uh, not human. They're brown uh, children. Right. I, I, I'm this sure that there, there were probably some Nazis out there who were saying that the Nazi death camps were nice. You know, nice places, better than what they had before. You know, so. Well, here's the thing. I mean, let's just remember that the death camps, you know, and when when they came when it be when they became death camps, before that they were literally holding places. They were holding camps, like what we are seeing on the border right now. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 Megan McCain trying to say that these kids didn't go through the same thing as her father. That's a straw man argument. That's yeah, trying to deflect from the actual issue that's yeah, really happening. I, it, we I'm, know we it, know what happened to her father. It, we honor yeah. what happened to her father. It's about time for people like Meghan McCain to start using her father's um, history and start to honor and take care of the children. And the she guy who said, "Yeah, he he, he called." He called waterboarding. To, he called waterboarding torture when every other fucking Republican wouldn't do it. Yes. He would say the same well, about sleep. One little thing that's fairly important to talk about is that uh, John McCain 
was a volunteer. He went into the service. Yeah. These little little children have just been snatched away from their parents and thrown into a a, a cage. It's yeah. It's it's hard. You cannot compare the two. It's there's no comparison. No, there's no comparison. I mean, Joy Behar said that was war, and she's and, right. And, she's and, and right. think about Even it. McCain think did not about defend those children at all. Think at about all. it. Well, think we about are it. In a war right now, we are in. We are fully in a war. It is a war against ourselves. It's between um, progressives and fascists, and we're fighting about it. over who's going to take control yeah. of this country. Think about it in and this. I'm in, done. Think about it in this I'm respect. I'm done with Biden being a walking embarrassment. I'm done with Bernie, the Bernie bots. Well, I'm not. I don't even want to talk about our candidates right bots. now. Let's stay focused on on this because think about this. Think about this, everybody. All right. Um, what kind of torture do you put an adult through? All right. Uh, you you put them through. You, you know, sleep deprivation, you put them through, you do waterboarding, you, you know, uh, you, you break their arms, you break their legs, you, you know, sh- you know, do whatever. Think about, think about one of those things. Think about how upset a small child is just at the simple fact of being separated from their parents. Think about that. I mean, we're not talking about somebody who has fully developed, you know, they don't think they're ever going to see their mother again or father again. I remember being four years old and getting separated from my, you know, or five years old or whatever in, in thinking I lost my mom in a department store when she was right around Thank the corner and so thinking, that thinking that the world was fucking at an end. So tell me what we're doing to these kids isn't torture again, Megan McCain. Your father at least had a fully functioning brain when he was a captive in war that he could try and get himself through it and say, look, uh, somebody, I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to get out of this. You know, he wasn't a tiny child. So uh, we're up up against the break, uh, Grammy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I don't want to I don't want to start eviscerating any candidates right now. It's too early for that. Um, we don't know who we're going to get. I understand your thoughts on things. I have very similar thoughts about certain individuals, but I don't want to, I don't want to do, you know, divide and conquer this early on with, with our side of the aisle. Yeah. I, I okay. know. And you know, I was kind of going off the rails, so that's fine. It's okay. It's all right. You're not on the bus. So, you know, you, you feel a little out of, out of your element. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm out of my element. Uh, but anyway, get off my bus, Hebert. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, uh, uh, Grimmy, thank you for calling. It was a pleasure to hear your voice, and maybe uh, someday we'll get you out this way, or I'll go out your way, and we'll, uh, we'll have a good old time. Oh, that would be awesome. I'll show yeah. you around my town. It's a fun place. I would dig that. I would dig that big, bigly, bigly, sir. So I, I, I got to come out to California <laughs> one of these days. I, I, I'm such a cal- nerd about California. I love California, and I've never been there. So, um, but uh, but anyway, Grammy, thanks for calling. We got to get to the Green News Report. Um, but we will talk to you soon. Don't be a stranger, okay? Okie dokie. All right. Bye, Rain. Bye, Grammy. Bye bye. My sexy voice. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it easy, brother. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Oh, oh, he's gone. I think he, he fell off the call. There he Oh, it says he left. There you go. All right. Well, anyway, please hold your calls until after the Green News Report, but we will continue uh, after name calling uh, with our guy Tuesday, <laughs> Joe. So uh, your voice is uh, <laughs> g- getting a little bit of a break here, Rain. 
So we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after Brad and Desi on the Green News Report. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, June 25, 2019. Do you think it's a threat? Man-made climate emergency is a threat. I I think the answer to that is going to be based upon the science. Well, the science says yes. Vice President Mike Pence refuses to acknowledge his own administration, says climate change is a threat to national security. Every well is drying up, every reservoir, and now the death toll is at 126 because of the heat. Millions suffering from water shortages and heat waves in India. Trump USDA burying studies on the impacts of climate change on U.S agriculture plus general electric scraps natural gas power plant 20 years early why you'll find out all of those mysteries and more straight ahead from bradblog.com i'm brad friedman and i'm desi doyan stand by for six minutes of independent green news politics analysis and snarky comment you know the truth of the matter is with the advent of natural gas with the natural gas explosion that's developing with clean coal technology we're seeing we're seeing a significant reduction but in carbon emissions all across this country. A, no, we're not. And B, with the natural gas explosion that's developing, really, Mike Pence? Those are the best words you got. This is your Green News Report. <laughs> Okay, Desi Doyen, you're really going to make me wait six minutes to hear why General Electric is closing down that nat gas plant? Yes, I am. Damn it. But first, as we go to air, the first 2020 Democratic presidential primary debates are about to launch in Miami, Florida, and we'll be watching to see if climate change is a big topic. And it better be, since the Democratic National Committee refused to hold a debate specifically focused on climate change. And as if right on cue, on Monday, Miami broke a new daily heat record and a large wildfire erupted in the Florida Everglades, which officials say will continue to burn amid the scorching heat until some rain arrives. Oh, well, that's great. Good thing the Democrats are not having a debate on our climate emergency. Why would they possibly want to do that? In India, the city of Chennai, home to nearly six million people, has become the first major Indian city to face acute water shortages. Water levels in all of the city's reservoirs have fallen to their lowest levels in 70 years due to weak monsoon rains, a prolonged severe heat wave, and lack of water infrastructure. Scientists say India has seen a drop in overall average rainfall since 1970, and its groundwater is being rapidly depleted. Without improved water management, 21 Indian cities are projected to run out of groundwater within the next few years, and 40% of India could run out of groundwater by 2030. Well, that's not going to cause a problem at all for the entire world. Europe is grappling with an extended extreme heat wave predicted to be so severe that officials are taking emergency measures to protect vulnerable populations like the elderly and the poor, particularly in old world cities where few buildings have air conditioning. What climate change? The annual Arctic spring thaw has begun with a vengeance. Arctic scientists say soaring temperatures 40 degrees above normal have triggered the earliest melt of the surface of the Greenland ice sheet ever 
were recorded in the month of June. Arctic sea ice has also reached a record early low for the month of June. But here in the U.S., Politico reports that the Trump Department of Agriculture is burying dozens of federally funded scientific studies that inform American farmers about the effects of man-made climate change, which is already altering the U.S. agriculture economy and our ability to grow staple food crops. Well, it's best they keep that stuff a secret. The U.S. just experienced its wettest 12 months on record, and farmers in the Midwest are struggling to get their corn and soy crops in the ground on time. Pretending climate change doesn't exist does not make it go away. Says you. But Trump's vice president, Mike Pence, in an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper, refused to even say if he agrees with U.S. scientists and the U.S. military that climate change is a threat to national security. And instead, he lied about the impacts of rolling back pollution regulations. So you don't think it's a threat, is all I'm saying. You don't think it's a threat. I think we're making great progress reducing carbon emissions. America Mm -hmm. has the cleanest air and water in the world We'll continue to use market forces. We don't have the cleanest air and water in the world. We don't. Will you get back to me with some statistics? We're making making progress on reducing carbon emissions. (laughs) I love the fact that Jake Tapper is just openly laughing at the vice president. Yeah, and of course, what Pence said is just not true. Since the start of the Trump administration, both U.S. carbon emissions and toxic air pollution are on the rise. And finally... Is this that GE story? (laughs) Yes, it is. Finally. General Electric has announced it will close and demolish a 10-year-old natural gas-fired power plant in California that still has 20 years remaining in its useful life because the plant is, quote, uneconomical due to market competition from cheaper, cleaner solar and wind energy. Really? Really. Perhaps GE ought to talk to Vice President Mike Pence about that developing natural gas explosion he was referencing. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. And another one gone, and another one gone Another one buys the dust, hey Hey, gonna get you too Another one buys the dust This is Indie Media Weekly Extraterrestrial Radio All the power without the tower This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. If I don't listen, you're not going to know. God, he's stupid. Uh, boy, we got some real scumbags next door, uh, doing completing, uh, apparently doing the interior work, the walls on the uh, house next door, bunch of fucking white trash yahoos saying the N word and swearing and just talking like a bunch of yokels all sitting out in front of the fucking place, hooping and hollering. I am going to have to talk to the property owner about these fucking scumbags. Um, 
bet I, if I went over and asked who they voted for last time around, I think I know the answer. Uh, but anyway, um, not sorry, not happy about that. Anyway, welcome back. Using the N word. Yeah, this there's a, like a younger looking kid, maybe twenty years old. Uh, I guess they're doing drywalling. I heard him say something about drywall or something like that. And of course, apparently, I don't know. He walked into something and hit himself in the nuts and was saying he had blue balls. You don't know what blue balls is if you're talking about getting hit in the nuts. Um, and then he said something. I'm gonna get that N word when we get start drywalling. And I looked over, and they're they're all fucking white rednecks. So, yeah, real good, real good. Uh, have uh, several African American neighbors, um, and uh, for those people's sake, for that the little scrawny twenty year old, I hope for his fucking sake, none of them heard him. That's some bullshit. Wow. Yeah. So I'm not happy about that. I'm gonna talk to Sonny, the owner. I got to get his number and call him, but I'm gonna. Um, fucking give him the read him the riot act on that bullshit. I mean, seriously, they're just out in the front yard, like you know, our windows are open and they're just screaming. It's like, do you fucking even know or care who lives next? To, you know, lives here. I have you know black family members, fuckhead. So yeah, not happy about that. Um, I'm sure they're from fucking Parma or some you know suburb or some shit. Um, anyway. Uh, welcome back to the show. Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Sorry, they, they we're trying to have a happy, fun time here, but every the real world keeps invading our, our safe space. <laughs> so, but Rain, welcome Hi, back. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. You're hitting Peter I Brady. Time you're, to you're hit, change. Yeah, you're hitting uh, Peter Brady territory. So, uh, let me try and find this without. Uh, Jesus, uh, Bob has been teasing me with Peter Brady all day. Oh, no. Time to change. There you go. <laughs> uh, Bobber, stop doing it. We all know who did it. Bobber did it. Uh, anyway, um, oh, hold on a second. Let me check this message I got from Kamala Harris. Surely it's about all the horrible news that's going on right now. Oh, host a watch party. Never mind. Um, ah. Yeah. <laughs> surely it's it's important uh so anyway and sorry i probably just set off joe with that and of course joe santor says scranton pennsylvania the electric city are you ready to do a little bit of name calling my friend yes but stop calling me surely okay all right so, <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> all right here we go to scrant with me a place where dreams come true there is no such thing as an appropriate joke that's why it's a joke i say it ain't so joke i'm gonna have to take your car today to have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle here we go <laughs> buckle up it's gonna be a bumpy one <laughs> we could jam and joke your ride What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, cause a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> oh, oh my shit! My biscuits drop got lost. Oh my god! <laughs> well, there is a party like Scranton party, and I guess it's a it's a bobber party with the rain party. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bob's actually saying there ain't no party like a Muskegee party because a Muskegee party don't stop. Don't stop. Oh, there you go. Even at karaoke. Jesus, it didn't stop until 3.45, Joe. Oh, my God. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. I I just want you to know, Rain, if we do make it next year, I'm in bed by 10. Yes, I understand. (laughs) Just do what Susan did and take a nap uh, at the halfway point. Oh, you could do that? Oh, good. Yeah. She did, actually. Yeah. I will need one. Okay. Look at this chat room. It's chock full of people. Chock full of nuts. It is. Oh, my goodness. It's delightful for a Tuesday night. Chock full of biscuits. My goodness. There's a full scoop of raisins in this box of raisin bran. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. We have Bailua. Oh, and the beer king, Bobber DC. Oh, yeah. And we have Clinster. And we have Francie57 and her many heads. And Michael. Maybe Michael's out there. Maybe. Uh, Grimmy Lee, who just got off the phone. Um, Heather. Jay Collie. Cat. Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. We have Living on Long Island. I understand made the party. He did. We have... Okay, we have uh, Michelle in South Florida, who, like me, did not make the party, but we're there in spirit. Yes, yeah. you guys were. And we have Moonmare, President. We have Sandy and Derwood, the OJW, and the one, the only, Tim Coromel. Yeah. And <laughs> there you go. Who was at the party? Yes, I saw his picture with with the uh, Francis with one Kenny Pick. No, and well, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, was, was I was like, like a I, I was like, Tim, Tim, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a picture, and you're gonna be in it. And he's like, All right, I'll stop eating for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Trojan Rabbit. You know, uh, and, and and Shark Sharky. Sharky, of course, and it was. It, I was shocked when I went around the corner and I saw I saw Paul. Um, uh, you know, it's like just about everybody else. I was like, "Hey, I know you," and "Hey," but I walked around the corner and I don't think I knew Paul was going to be there. Paul and Ann, and you know, I walked around the corner and I got to admit, I I think most of the pictures I've seen of Paul, he had slightly longer hair. And it was it was pretty well uh, well trimmed. Uh, and and you, if anybody's seen my hair, I'm not judging, because you know my hair is always crazy. Um, but no, I but yeah, I, I saw him and and uh, and he's like, hey, and I was like, Paul, <laughs> it was really cool. And I had a really nice Aww. time talking to Ann. Uh, I talked to Ann a lot. Uh, she she's a sweetie. Um, and, uh, you know, we, uh, yeah, we had, a, a, some great conversations. I talked to Livin quite a bit. We did not alienate people by talking about comic books too much. Although we did, we did hit the comics pretty hard at a couple, a couple points. Um, and, uh, but no, it was great. And, um, of course, uh, Scoopster, I, I talked to him a lot. Um, and, uh, he was really cool. Brian, if anybody knows Scoopster. And uh, yeah, and, and Sandy, I, I talked to uh, uh, quite a bit. 
Um, it was really fun. We and, and then I was like, okay, we got to get a turnips picture together, and uh, we did that. And Tim got there later, and I forget was it you, Rain, that that said that uh, I, I I spoiled it by seeing Tim because he was going to sneak up behind me and do his laugh. So or, or no, maybe, maybe I Tim, I think I think maybe Tim told me that. So he Might was like, been. I think he was like, I was going to sneak up behind you and go, <laughs> and then. <laughs> How wild! I wish that would have happened. That would have been awesome. So, what you a know, nice something surprise! Something else really, something else really interesting happened is um, Psy Guy. Psy Guy came to the party. Yes, Psy Guy. He and I both and, brought um, chili. We both brought chili. Yes, you guys both brought chili. Award-winning chili. <laughs> he won an Psy award Guy for his ran too. Into one of, but here's the thing: Psy Guy ran into one of our neighbors. My neighbor, Joe, who I've only known since we moved here since last September. And they looked at each other and they're like, hey, how do you know Rain? Mm-hmm. Like Joe lives Joe lives like three houses up the road from me. And Psy Guy knows Joe. And I didn't realize that Psy Guy actually lives uh, probably about two miles away from me. So it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So we had neighbors meeting neighbors and, and just this really small yeah. world kind of situation happening, which was really cool. It really was fun, and uh, and yeah, I I was uh, I was surprised by Psy Guy there, and of course, I didn't know Meow Goodness was coming either, and that was really a treat, uh, really a treat. Meow as well. Goodness, Russell. I gotta give him yeah. credit. He travels so far for these meetups. Mm, I just yeah. love him so much, and I know I finally realized Meow is a man. It took me about five years. Because you mm-hmm. all know when he shows up in the chat room, I'm like, oh, yeah, Meow's a guy, not a woman. Yeah. Yeah, Meow, okay, Meow's I a guy. Kill- Meow's a I guy. I killed the show. I no, the I'm show. sorry. I was reading comments while you were saying that. I, I apologize. I should have been paying no, more attention. It was really great for Meow to show up. He brought us a really amazing bottle of wine. And I'm just so happy that so many people were able to come to the party. Mm-hmm. And I hope um, we're going to try to make it for the ne- same time next year. And I hope more people can come because it, it was a really good time. And it was a pretty, I think it was a safe place. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, uh, Except for that one lady. <laughs> I didn't know that she would pull that stuff. And she was the one who sounded like Roseanne Barr. I Am didn't, I, uh, I, I don't even know. I talked to her for like two seconds. Uh, I you know, think she's I, I the think... one who sounded like this. I learned from I, I I can't remember if the conversation was uh, between me and Sandy or if it was uh, between uh, me and Rebecca. You know, what I mean, with Rebecca, right? She's a mook. Mm-hmm. Becky, I think she goes by Becky, right? I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Though, it was Tamara. So, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean so, to call her out by name, but well, we didn't I know use her, her last libertarian. name. But uh, but yeah. So we, we, uh, 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 apparently, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it right now. Apparently, um, when when confronted with the fact that she was surrounded by a bunch of lefties, she said she prays for Trump every time somebody says something bad about her. So I'm wondering why she wasn't praying at the whole at the entire party. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, because you know, I mean, I guess I guess karaoke was her safe space at that point, right? <laughs> so. I think she was gone by then. I think she was yeah. gone by then. Yeah. So, 
Uh, oh but, my god, I I missed all of that. Everybody, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. See, no, it was it was just like a one. It was like a little snapshot it was at one moment you know because again and i'm like a little social butter well not little but i'm a social butterfly yeah. so i love just like and i get restless so i just have to wander around but i love just kind of hopping from one person to another or one little group to another and everything so so that was thing. awesome i mean i'm really surprised to hear this because she knows that bob and i are total liberals i can't believe if, and I'm pretty sure this is the person, and she's a good person. Yeah. She's just ill-informed. Mm-hmm. I can't believe she tried to pull that shit at, oh, my Lord. Yeah, it, no, well, I this mean. Is, this is interesting. She was in the heart this, of turnip land when this was all going on. So. <laughs> she was in the heart of a liberal utopia. Yeah, the heart of turnip land and the mooks. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway. Oh, man. It was okay, though. It was okay. Um, but, uh, anywho, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, even though, you know, it got a little weird for a minute, but we were, we were bounded. So, uh, oh man, I just tried to win an eBay auction and I fucking lost it. Sorry. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> I set my timer and I was, I put a bid in at the last seven seconds, like a dick, <laughs> like a penis. Don't say penis in this house. Get out of my house. Anyway. Uh, no, it was, it was a real hoot. It was, I mean, I, there, I, I, I mean, and seriously, uh, it, there's a video out there too, where, where. I love singing karaoke with Bobber, and and of course I made him sing "Every Rose Has Its Thorn" by Poison. And we, I and love we, that video. And so we both much. we both hate that song. There, that video was taken from two angles, so somebody could like go crazy and make like a, a big video with it. <laughs> because because uh, Becky and Nissa both both taped that. They're like, oh, we got to get this. And of course, I, I I had little little gestures I make like it, when it got to the line and every cowboy sings a sad sad song or whatever. When I when when I say hey, every cowboy and I'd pretend like I'm taking off a cowboy hat and tipping it down, and then sings a sad sad song. I'd run my fingers down my face like tears. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking Bobber up every time I did that. So it was funny because the the video is chock full of like. Uh, classic Bobber laughs and classic Kenny Pick laughs, and then you know everybody else. So uh, we we I had, love that video so much because you two look like just t- t- teenage kids. Yeah, in a good way. <laughs> and you of know, course, just I, I forgot when Bob took, yeah. he took the microphone cord and he chewed on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I did a I did a swing. I, I I swung the microphone around one time during a song too with the uh, by the cord, and then I'm like, I shouldn't do that. I don't want to break my microphone. <laughs> so, and I gotta say, I've come a long way at organizing CDs while drunk because I kept making people put things back in order in the in the sleeves. <laughs> I'm like, make sure that goes back in. They're numeric. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we, uh, me and Bobber also sang, uh, oh, me and Kevin in DC did, um, uh, come on, feel the noise by, uh, quiet riot. 
Oh, that's right. And then See? I bar- and then of course in in the songs I kept barking out like trivia about the artists. <laughs> so when the guitar guitar solo would come out, I'm like, "Do you remember who did this song originally? Come on, feel the noise." It was a glam band. Anybody remember? It was Slade. Oh Slade. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and I said, also fun fact: CC Deville was replaced by Richie Cotson in Poison. Uh, so yeah, we did. Uh, Bobber and I did. I want to be sedated by the Ramones. That was fun. Um, and uh, and your neighbor Kim was pretty awesome. She's a really good singer, and I I, uh, I think she Michael and I without a microphone all we we did uh, Stairway to Heaven, which was pretty rocking. Yes. So I don't think there's any video of that. No, I don't think there was either. But uh, yeah, she was all at it. She was she she was singing as much as me and Michael, right? But yeah, I got Kevin and DC to sing a couple times, and uh, yeah, it was fun. And of course, I forced Bobber to sing all these bad songs. So yeah, Heather, Heather's on the line. Hi, hi, Heather. How are you guys? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. Um, I left for a few minutes, but I came and I heard somebody talking about Megan McCain. Oh, goody, oh, she's goody. She's sweet, isn't she? <laughs> but she's fun at parties. Oh, she's such a sweetie. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's I fun at parties. I cannot believe. <laughs> oh, that, I bet she's real fun at parties. <laughs> Night, Sandy. Um, Sandy's leaving. Night, Sandy. Oh, bye, Sandy. Um, I cannot believe she just thinks that the whole damn world revolves around her. And um, well, she does have a lot of gravity. I, yeah. Um, I just oh my, just talking about what was it? Torture. Mm-hmm. Please, they're torturing those children, Megan. They're treating these kids. They're treating the people like crap. And, you know, I mean, it's no toothbrush, no bed, no blanket, no, you know, it's just, it's a mess. And another thing is um, something that they would they might want to try to be, or that they, you would think they might be concerned about is teenage girls having periods, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. That That's a really be, good point. Well, it can be a pain in the rear end. If you're in a spot where you need something and you don't have it, I just, that's, it's sad. It just, the whole idea of those children and those teenagers and all those, all those children having to go through, all those kids having to go through all that, that is just, and And, not and it, right. comes, it comes down to something, it's beyond it's not right. We're the United States. We, yes. we need to do better. We should be doing better. We can do better. There's no excuse for why we're not doing better. There is absolutely no excuse for why we are treating these children and these teenagers the way that we're treating them. And you know what? The other thing I really want to say, and I'm going to let you speak again, Heather, is that this is the stuff that we know. 
what about all the stuff that we don't know? This is the thing that's been bothering me for months. What about the stuff that we don't know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the other day, I don't know, maybe it was, oh, gosh, I can't remember. But AOC had said something on Twitter, and I started reading and looking into some of what she was saying. And I posted a couple things myself. And I posted one of those articles on Facebook. And a friend of mine said, yes, these are concentration camps. They are. He felt so. I, I was glad that she said that. And I, you know, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, you know, I don't want to have to say that, but that's what it's seeming to look like. And I just, this is sad. Mm-hmm. And oh, Trump and his cronies are just, ugh. Scumbags. Yes. I. Evil scumbags. Just, yes. And <laughs> Mitch and his cohorts in the Senate are just, God forbid, you know, it's, we gotta have a Senate. We really got to yeah. have the Senate. To get we have to take done. the Senate back. We really do. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, we're... Wine said that, too, so... Yeah. Well, we are over the, the top of the hour. If you if you want to call back, if, if uh, we don't get any more callers, or if, if you know, you want to call uh, after we get another call or two, if you got other things you want to say, you can feel free to call back. Um, okay, well, I will just try to catch up with you guys another time. I figured I'd call and say hi, and that was it. Well, no, hi, yeah, we, we appreciate it. And, it, and you, you got some very okay. good stuff to say. So, And maybe uh, we'll get you down uh, to, to the big uh, hoo-ha, the, the big shindig next year. Hey, you never know. Or maybe, yes. I'll, try, maybe I'll try and do a Midway one uh, for everybody, you know, uh, for people who are uh, in, you know, in the northerly states to, to make it a little easier of a trip. I got that new garage. I can't put anybody up Ooh. until we get a, our uh, sun porch done and attic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, we, wow. we're, we're, we're at Rain and Bobber can attest we are in walking distance of uh, a few hotels. So can Joe. But you didn't come to our yes. house, Joe. Joe. Joe and Barb didn't make it to our house because <laughs> that was a quick trip for you guys. Yes. Yes, we were on our way to get Sharky. Ooh, That's right. Cool. Not to be confused with Shardy in the White House. <laughs> That's right. So, you know. All right. Well, I will talk to you guys soon. All right. Uh, great talking to you, Heather. We love you. We'll we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, Heather. Bye. 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 So, uh, all right. So, uh, Heather is out. And uh, please, if anybody wants to call back, I want to keep the phones open and keep talking about stuff, uh, you know, the party or politics or whatever. Little of both. If you want something to say or ask, have something to say or have something to ask about the party, call in. If you want to talk about the politics too, um, I'm a pretty reasonable guy, as Rain can attest. I'm not hard to please. Give me a hamburger and some crabs. Um, and yeah, 
garbsky. I don't need a cream for my crabs. There's a powder, and it's called Old Bay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she hasn't been listening for a while, but I'd like to get her back. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night and your phone calls right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. It wasn't uh, different, that was sure for sure. For those who dare. Wow. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is so cool. It's cool. Wow. And now, on with the show. I can handle things, I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb, I'm smart and I want respect. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, so far, we are not going to have our music license, uh, license back anytime soon, so please enjoy the old time, the hand selected old time radio shows that Adam Hebert and I have provided for you. My apologies to uh, uh, everybody who has a music program, including myself. Uh, uh, so, uh, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, it, we we got to deal with it. We we were dealing with that stream licensing. It turned out to be a bunch of turds, and they screwed us over. So. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome back to the show, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, Johnny Dollar. Johnny Dollar. Johnny Dollar. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get a folder started for Johnny Dollar, so uh, it'll happen. And uh, uh, because I downloaded a, a sh- like what seven hundred episodes of it or something like that <laughs> in a zip file. Um, he had a big expense account. He did. He did. It, maybe it was like three hundred. I, I don't remember. Uh, but, uh, and of course, uh, ran from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC, who had, uh, the, the, one of the best parties I've been into, uh, been to in my entire life. So, uh, that was great. Arguably, I I would say it's gotta be at least, it's definitely in the top three of all parties I've ever been to. Really? Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I think the only nice. one better would have been the the party where I was the only guy skinny dipping with like four women, so well, uh, you know. Mm. But I was Sorry much younger. Pull out the dog pool. 
I was I was much younger then, and I will not do that today, friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> nobody wants to see that, even in the dark. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. I kid, of course. That did actually happen, but still, you, I, your party was better um, uh, than that. Uh, I just want to say again, thank you to everybody who showed up. It was so much fun. Um, I'm sorry about Tamron. I she's she's a good person. Uh, oh well, yeah, you don't. Yeah, no, you don't have to say. No, that's fine. I would say uh, your your party is second only to our anniversary party from last year. I loved that party. In per, or perhaps maybe maybe third. Maybe third, if, if I count our wedding, the twentieth anniversary, yeah, you put, and you your party. Put your wedding in there. You should definitely yeah. put your wedding. Well, in there. there was a lot of stress around the wedding too that you know didn't exist, but still, we were um, you know it was the, all the about. The fun us. thing is, the fun thing is, I'm really really happy that so many of you got to meet my sisters, mm -hmm. who I know I've mentioned on this show time and time again, mm -hmm. and and they adored all of y'all's so. Well, like I said, I, I I'm happy that you're you're my Picklesheimer sister, and I'm your uh, Koch brother. So Kenny Koch, yes. turn up the night with Kenny Koch. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it, Joe, I think Joe could be the the second Koch brother. I think. I think he could be. Well, yeah. <clears throat> maybe an uncle. Mm. We, we'd take you. We'd take you. Okay, sure. I could be an uncle. I think the I'm cool, a little old cool to be a, a brother. Eh. Like, you know, I'd have to be like one of those uh, change of life babies in a test tube. <laughs> well, you it could happens. be. You, yeah. Well, here, here, here we go. You could be Kenny Pick Senior's younger brother. And, I could. Yeah, and, I could. Yeah. And then you would be all of our uncles. Our, our, our there uncles. it is. See, there it is. You got it. Yeah. So you hit it right on the head. And uh, I, I don't think Dad would argue with wanting to have a younger brother. So there you go, Joe Picklesheimer. No, Joe Santorsa uh, Picklesheimer. Just, <laughs> just a few years younger. Yeah. And uh, yeah. There yeah. So that that works. So I'm your I'm your adopted uncle. There we go. Okay. There we go. I'm your That's uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. Uncle, uncle Joe. Joe, I love Uncle Joe. Zany Uncle there. Joe. The Zany. other Uncle Joe from Scranton. The uh, yes. You have two Uncle Joes it. from Scranton. Uh, the, the, the one that's not running is nicer. Yeah, I think so. Uh, all right. Well, the number to call in case you are interested, 330-536-1466. Uh, Once again, 330-KEN-1, the number one, GOO, G-O-O. So uh, I'll put that in the chat room one more time for everybody. If you want to talk about the party, if you want to talk about politics, if you want to talk about a little of both, Please do. So three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Sorry, I had to mute. I burped. Trojan Rabbit is on the line. Hey Paul, how you doing, brother? Oh, I'm doing great. And I just want to thank Rain and Baba for putting on such a great party and uh I'm glad I met all the wonderful turnips there. Uh and uh, I said, Ann and I had a had a great time. Did you did you notice the shocked look on my face when I walked around the corner and saw you? Yeah, yeah, a little. Yeah, I, it was like 
it's so. Paul. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, I, I think yeah. I forgot that you were coming or something. But um, you know, but no, it was great, and I love Anne. She she's awesome. Because I thought I had mentioned on the last time I called last Tuesday that I was getting ready to come. So yeah, you did. Just- you did. It, it's just that I think I was just so overwhelmed that so many people were already there. And then I, I just was kind of like, yeah, and I was doing stuff because I, I wanted to be as much as a, of a help as I could, um, you know, without getting underfoot. So, you know, I was like helping Bob with the grill and uh, after because I got my chili set up pretty quick because uh, I started it the night before. And um, yeah, and, and that came up pretty good. So did you get to try the chili? I did. Um, I think I only tried one because of my. I was trying to hold off. Unfortunately, I, I think I, I did sample some. I'm not sure <laughs> what it was though. If you had the white bean chili, it was Sai guys. If you had the red bean chili, it yeah. was mine. And I don't remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> if it was mine, I'd like to think you remember because it had a bit of a burn on it. Yeah. So. Well, I'll I'll tell you a little story. Um, Usually, what we used to do back in the ham radio days was that was the uh, weekend of ham radio field day, and we essentially go out in the field for a weekend and we'd uh, do a, a you know a transmitting contest. These make the contacts you can make. One of the uh, club members made five alarm chili, and he served it morning, noon, and night. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. available twenty four hours a day. So uh, that was really that that really had a good kick to it. But uh, nice. I um, I was hoping you could play Happy Anniversary for the Misses. Oh, uh, of course. Today. Of course, yes. Uh, let me get to my jingles here. Yeah. So for uh, Paul and Ann, uh, how many? Thirty-six years. Thirty. Thirty-six. 36 years. Oh, happy, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. And many, many more. Yeah. Congratulations. So, Thank you. Uh, we'll say, give you an amen there as amen. well. Amen. So, uh, yeah, so we had a... Mm, go ahead. A good drive home. It was only 12 hours to go home, to get home. I thought it was oh only... I watched the watch. video. I watched the videos. I thought it was only like 20 minutes. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was... One of the one of the functions of the dash cam is it puts out a highly compressed uh, time lapse version. Yeah. So there was no uh, editing necessary except stitching them stitching them together. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think that well, you can see the time stamp on the bottom. So I think yeah, I think it compressed twelve hours into five minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's it pretty like crazy. That. So not bad, yeah. So no, no, that was cool. Go ahead. So at least the drive back, the weather was good, as opposed to the way down, where it was just rained and was yeah miserable. 
Well, we we dodged all weather bullets. Susan and I did. Uh, we didn't hit any bad weather at all on the way down or the way back. So, you know, we got a little worried for a while. We saw some clouds pop up. I and mean, basically the worst worst thing about the travel is the goddamn beltway. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just beltway. Well, you this know, morning it, I got my typical wake up call from my little my little four footed friend. Oh yeah, he was right in my face, and this get out of my get out of the way, selfie, please let me sleep. I don't want to get up yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I was happy to get back to a bed where cats were hogging it because at one point we were in the hotel. And I think Susan just like kind of lifted her foot and like dropped it down on the mattress. And I looked up and I tried to reach to pet a cat. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. So I was having cat withdrawals. Although Bruiser is awesome. I love Bruiser. We talked about the dogs, but we didn't talk about Bruiser. Bruiser is, is an amazing kitty cat. Yeah, she's chill. She is. So I'm nice. I'm sorry I didn't go in to say, say hello to her because... Uh, she was an absolute sweetheart when we visited the first time. Oh, she was yeah, she yeah. was in and out right too. She came, she came outside a lot this week. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. Yeah, oh, she was I, chirping, I chirping and singing and squawking. It was cute. So, and, uh, uh, Kenny, you weren't the only one who got your head on that uh, on the uh, oh going you, downstairs into the cellar. You banged I your head going out. Oh, uh, yeah, because Guys they, there's no sign head. on that side. Yeah, I grew in, 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 ca- in case anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In case anybody uh, didn't hear, I grew an inch uh, this weekend because I cracked my head. There was um, there was a beer spill in the basement, so I ran out to get more paper towels uh, on Friday. Oh no! And in because uh, uh, you know, I, 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 Susan and I were over there for a couple hours on Friday because I had to start the chili and everything. And um, and uh, but there was you know. But we were having a couple of beers here and there, and uh, I, but I, I went yeah. down to the basement to take more paper towels in for Bobber, and I totally whacked my head on the door frame, <laughs> and I was like, oh, gosh. "Yeah," and, and and of course a little lump on the top of my head grew, and little birds were flying around it like in the Looney Tunes, you know, cartoon. So uh, it was very nice. So yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't stay for the karaoke, but uh, I was on the road by seven. Yeah, that's okay. I, and maybe next time I'll get it set up sooner. So, or maybe you can make it to uh, I'm a part. I'm gonna bring a CD. Yeah, I'm gonna bring a CD with the Lumberjack song on it because I'll karaoke to that. Oh, very good, oh. very good. I if you if yeah if we can find an instrumental version of that that'd be great. So I'll look for that. I should look I for karaoke 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 novelty songs. Karaoke. But uh, uh, but Paul, I'm gonna let you go because we, we we've had another caller on yep. the line here for a bit. So, uh, but thank you for calling. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you. Uh, give Ann a hug for me. Tell her it was an absolute pleasure meeting her, and uh, I hope to see you guys again soon. I hope and, so too. Great and happy anniversary, and everybody out. And uh, good night, everybody. And I'm probably gonna turn in in a few minutes because I'm still I'm still feeling it. Oh, okay, good night, everyone. Good Lord. Yeah. All right. Too. See you, buddy. Thanks again to uh, Bobber and Rain. That was great, great party. Love Excellent you, Paul. Time. Love you, too. Love you, brother. Bye. So, uh, all right, uh, 516 area code. Uh, is this living? Yep. 
It's me. How's it going, Hello, buddy? Hello, Livin. Hey, Rain. How you doing? I'm, <laughs> I'm still recuperating, well, other than the voice. What? I only had a little... Oh, I guess other than your voice. Well, we know. I had a little of it on Sunday morning. I realized when I woke up and I was like... And the maid was knocking on my door. And I was like, uh, I'm not ready yet. Oh. Oh. Did you have a so late... Did you, did you check out on time? I was able to stay a little bit because my train was late. My train wasn't until five o'clock. Mm. Oh, was your so train I, late? Well, that, no, that was the only one I could get at a decent price on the Sunday. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, so did it, you have it a good just, time? Oh yes, I did. It was very nice meeting uh, everyone. Meeting you, Stu, Penny, Sue's, Francie, and her husband. Sandy and her husband, Psy Guy, Meow, Mr. Yeah, Trojan Rabbit. Quite a turnout, wasn't it? Yes, it was great. It was a turnout for the turnips. Turnout for the turnips and a meetup for the mooks. Yes. <laughs> hey, that's how we got Kevin. <laughs> oh, God, Kevin's awesome. I, I love that guy. I, I, cause yeah, he is. That was the one point I heard him talking, and I turned around. And I was like, "Kevin in DC." <laughs> Did you know that boy when he calls in? Yeah, I told him if if he ever starts listening to our show, I want him to call me his Alabaster Avenger. So, and it turns out, and it turns out he's a big fan of the Marvel movies too. After watching his uh, some of his uh, videos on YouTube as well, so so that's good. Um. But yeah, we didn't alienate. We, we didn't alienate too many people. You and me talking about comic books or anything. We did have a, a, a few poignant conversations about comics, but you know, I always trying to be. Uh, I always try to be the diplomat and uh, you know, in a party setting and say, "All right, let's stop now, not scare away the girls." So, <laughs> uh, I mean, if we start. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. I Meanwhile, at the time. Hall of Justice. Yeah. So. <laughs> now that was good. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, but no, it's a real treat meeting you, uh, living. And um, uh, yeah, I, I. So the but the the tr trip home. Uh, you you kind of were checking in with us on Sunday on Mike Check Radio. Yeah. Yeah, because I was able to listen to a little bit of the show as long as the Wi-Fi was stable. So what time did you end up getting home? I got home about quarter to 11. On Sunday night? Okay. Not bad. Yeah. That's not terrible. At least I was able to get... I didn't have to wait for the Long Island Railroad when I got into Penn Station. So that helped okay. a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So... Well, I'll tell you what. Um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to let you go because we uh, are uh, up against the break here, and I think we might try and do some Mad Libs real quick. Uh, might we might take one more call after the break? We'll, we shall see. But that's oh, that's right. We were uh, everybody was reading the Mad Libs books that I passed out too. Yes. Because yeah. you know what? Now we need to include. <laughs> What's that? What's that, Lily? Oh, a certain word that starts with the letter P. And, and? penis. Don't say penis in this house. Get out of my house. All right. 
it's been decreed. You got to go. You got to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, living. Love you, man. That was a lot of fun hanging out, and uh, uh, we'll we'll see you again hopefully soon. It was nice. It was nice meeting everyone. Hope we get to do it again next year. Yeah. All right. Very yes. cool. Yes, we'll do it again next year. You know, I want to make a quick mention about your venison chili. Oh uh, yeah. Um, uh, okay. My my, you know, you met Matthew, my nephew. Yes. He loved the chili. Oh. And um, on Sunday awesome. morning, Nissa said, I, "I don't think he knows it was venison, and I don't think I'm going to tell him." Well, that's the thing is, I told your your neighbor. Uh, uh, what, what was her name? Uh, 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 Adoma. Adoma. Yeah. Um, she tried it. She said, "Oh no, I like that. That's really good. It's kind of spicy." And I was like, "Yeah, I got the venison from." Uh, and she looked at me kind of funny when I said venison, and I was like, "I got the venison from this guy that I work with. You know, he hunts deer." And she went, "It's deer." <laughs> yeah. And I said, yeah, "Yeah." I see her saying that. I said, "Yeah, it's it's deer. It's it's Bambi." Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you cannot feel bad about that. There is, you know, if you're a meat eater, you can't. I mean, seriously, what's the difference between no. eating a cow and a deer? And, and deer end up dying in a lot more horrible ways if they aren't culled than cows. You yeah, know? like cars. Yeah, yeah. And we saw two baby deer as roadkill on the way back, which was horrible. Oh, wow. Because I thought they were dogs at first, but I was like, oh, God, they're just tied. There's just a baby. So, yeah. hat tip Nissa, because we, we had a joke. <laughs> it was just a baby. <laughs> Sorry. Of course, you and Nissa had a joke yeah. about that. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember what it was about, but I was inside working on the chili, and she said something. It was just a baby, and I went, it's just a baby. <laughs> and we both laughed. So. <laughs> um. But no, oh. but Matt, uh, and and you know, I, I'm so happy Matthew liked the chili. That's great. So yeah, he did. He not really a lot of kids because you know my my chili is pretty spicy. It's not spicy it was up. Good. It's not spicy it wasn't up. That spicy. It's not spicy up front. It's flavor front and then spicy on the back end, which I think yeah. is the way you have to do it. And again, it's not like you know, it's not like oh, it's death ghost pepper sauce. It's it's Wolverine peppers. You know, <laughs> it's it's a nuclear. It's a Hiroshima monomore peppers. You know, I don't I don't do that. I use like just normal peppers that anybody can get anywhere. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so anyway, Joe, how do you, where do you land on spicy stuff? Can you eat spicy stuff? I'm Italian. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. My mother put spicy stuff in my bottle. My baby formula was chili. In the pepper. mother's milk. <laughs> spice. It was red pepper flakes that were clogging the nipple of my bottle. You oh kidding me? <laughs> we were raised on that stuff. Yeah. All right. I just want to make sure. So, uh, I will. Uh, so, uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'll just uh, if I can't make my chili for you when we come to Scranton, or if, uh, you know, or for a party here, um, I'll just. Well, if you come to a party here, I'll make it for sure. It just might have beef instead of, um, Bambi. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I, I just got to see if I can buy venison and stock my freezer with it because I'll tell you what, 
I I shook Maddie, the guy I work with, Maddie, who who uh, is the hunter who sold me the stuff. I went up to him and I said, "Man, everybody that I talked to loved the chili, the venison, and I tasted the venison after I cooked it up. I called Nissa in because she you you told me ask Nissa about the venison because uh-huh. she uh, you did rain." You said yep. you gotta you gotta get Nissa's take on that because apparently you guys had a lot of venison as kids and and, um, and you knew good from bad. Yes. And Nissa was like the expert, so I fried it up in the pan that you fried bacon in, put some green peppers in in it, some adobo seasoning, and some chipotle powder and salt and pepper, and uh, I uh, called her in and had her try it. And she was like, "Yeah, that's good." It wasn't yep. gamey at all, not gamey at all, um, and it came out great. So, uh, <laughs> and I kept bugging Bob. I'm like, Bob, you want to try it? And he's like, No, no, I'll wait until it's all done. Ken, calm down. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm kind of doing something here. I'm making simple syrup. Ken, okay, uh, but no, it was fun. <laughs> I forgot that. Uh, but yeah, so it was really cool. But anyway, maybe, um, uh, maybe Sharky could kill you a groundhog, and you could uh, make some groundhog. Chicken. I'll never eat a groundhog. Ooh. They're not. They're <laughs> not. They're never. They're not good enough to pass my uh, palate. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, yeah. it's it's time to That's go to so the break. Sharky. We uh, well, well, if Sharky killed it for me. I'd eat it. So all right. Um, and I'll Sharky eat this. He could uh, ground that meat up himself. He could. Oh, Sharky. Yeah. Sharky does a lot of things. So, anyway. Um, let's go ahead and uh, since we've, we've evoked his name, uh, we will find a song from Bobber uh, to play. Let's Oh, let's play Home Cooking. <laughs> that fits ah. in. There we go. So, all right. Home Cooking coming up, everybody. And I had a lot of good home cooking. Uh, Rain's German potato salad. Delicious. Speaking of the bacon that was fried up, I know what that went into. And the ribs and the dogs and the burgers. And, yeah, I missed out on the first wave of burgers. And as soon as Bobber brought out the second wave of burgers, he was like, Ken, burgers. And he put the whole plate in front of my face. And I was like, oh, I'm there. So, first burger I've had in months. And it was delicious. Delicious. Just had cheese and mustard. That's all I needed. So anyway, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Right after Home Cooking from Bobber. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio all the power without the tower. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from the Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. and the surrounding area. Uh, welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night. We got 20 minutes to go on the program. Look at that. A lot of callers tonight. I don't know. Should we just try and take more callers? Or should we try and do a Mad Lib before we uh, wrap up? I do have a funny news story uh, that could be good. If you guys want to uh, hear that before we uh, make a final decision. I, I think we have some breaking news. Oh, okay. Oh. The Mueller news? Yeah. Oh. Evidently, Mueller has been subpoenaed to testify on July 17th. Well, there we go. So You think uh, he'll show up unlike everybody else from the oh, he'll show Trump up. administration? He cares about the law. He'll show up. He'll show up. So, yeah. Yes. But he won't be exciting. No, he won't be exciting. Uh, maybe we could get De Niro to uh, play him in that. Uh, that would be exciting. Send him as a surrogate. Could you? Can is that legal? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he should. <laughs> didn't Colbert go go in character to, to the Senate once? Yes, he did. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he could be the warm up act for for the real Mueller. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, uh, well, uh, should we uh, should we attempt a Mad Lib? Should I should I try that? And uh, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try and solicit for the Mad Lib. Will I play you guys the funny song or the, not the funny song, the funny clip? You want to try and do that? Is that good? Sure. 
All right. Well, uh, Boris Johnson, the uh, what oh, was he? The 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 uh, for, uh, former mayor of London, right? Uh, yeah, and then he was uh, he was a minister in Theresa May's cabinet, and then quit. Oh. He's a Brexiteer, whack yeah. job. Well, look like yeah. This yeah. this this interview he did with talk radio uh, with Ross Kempsell um, didn't really help his standing in 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 the world of sanity <laughs> and you know i don't want to shame somebody for if they have a hobby or something like that uh but it just was such a weird answer in an interview and asked what he does to relax he um he said this what do you do to relax what do you do to switch off uh i i what i like to paint um or i make things i like to what do you make i make i have a thing where i make models of i mean when i was in like well mayor of london we build a beautiful i make buses you make models of buses i what? make models of buses so they're going to be do, in down so, street so so what i do no what i do make models of buses what I, I make is i get i get old um I don't know, wooden crates. Yeah. Right? And then I paint mm-hmm. them. And they, uh, and they have two, two I suppose it's a, wine, it's a box that's been used to contain two, two wine bottles, right? Right. And it will have a, 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 a dividing thing. Yeah. And I turn <laughs> it into a bus, and I, so I put, I put passengers... You really want to know this? You're making, you the, you're making make, buses. Make, yeah, you're I making paint, cardboard I, buses. Paint, okay, no, paint, that's what you do to enjoy yourself. I paint, no, I paint no. the passengers... What the hell? He makes buses out of old wine boxes. What the hell? (laughs) This is the man who convinced millions of Brits to withdraw from the European Union. Can we just go back to what do you do to relax? I. Can we go back to do you really have to be in government? Oh well, my God! Th- these are these are his friends. These are his friends that he's doing here. He paints the people in the buses. These were my friends, and they were made out of gin boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And he's the front runner to become the next prime minister. Yeah. Did I, I scare? Did I scare you? You did. I'm, you did. I'm stunned. Yeah, I was he's all, the front runner. He, he's the, the next prime minister. He's the he's the Gene Huber of England. I got a six foot cardboard box of President Trump in my house, and I salute that oh every my God, single this guy. day. And I pray and tell him, Mr. President, I pray for your safety today. And I'm not lying; I do that every single day to the president. <laughs> but it's cardboard. Jesus. <laughs> 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 But yeah, but you know, again, they're his friends, though. You know, these were my friends, and they were made out of gin boxes. <laughs> He's gonna be a trivia question ten years from now. Who is Gene Huber? Yeah, an extremely trivial pursuit. Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be extreme. Per- right, that's what I call it. Extreme, extreme trivial pursuit. Pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. What? 
I, no, uh, Boris Johnson is, and, and, and if anybody has seen pictures of him, he looks like Trump. He has Trump's hair. Oh, yeah, Only, he's an asshole. He has Trump's hair if it got caught in a cotton picker. Yeah, or a turbine, a wind turbine. Oh, I'm sorry, a bird cemetery. Bird cemetery, right. Oh, that was another thing from our trip. Uh, when we were uh-huh. traveling, we were going through Pennsylvania. Uh, I saw a picture. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I saw some wind turbines, and I took a picture, and I sent it to Rain, Bob, and Joe. And I said, look, we just passed this bird cemetery. <laughs> and I said... Don't get wind cancer. Don't and get I, cancer. And I said, too late. I have full blown wind cancer. <laughs> and then Joe said, Joe said, Joe said, uh, what did I say? You knew a good Didn't doctor, you a doctor, a doctor, a doctor that, a doctor that specialized yeah. in have, solar and wind cancer. Solar and wind cancer. And so I what asked, you said, does he have a sunny disposition? <laughs> To which I'm, I have to go back and look at this. Uh, you yeah, said you said his talent. Oh yeah, okay. and I said, does he have a sunny disposition? Let's see. You said his talent. I said he special. You wait. You missed the part. You said oh, I have full blown wind cancer. I'm not a fan of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, if you want. The name of a doctor you'd like him. He's easy breezy. His name is Doctor Blow. Oh. To which you said Doctor Keith Ablow. Yeah. <laughs> Disgrace. And I said no. He's a solar panel doctor, cancer doctor. And you said, does he have a sunny disposition? I said, his talent eclipses his personality. You boys. <laughs> you we boys. had a lot of fun with that. Oh, we did. I was reading it back to Susan as we were driving. And I was like, once we start, we really can't stop. But then... um, It's like like a bag of potato chips. Yeah. Can't have one. You got to right to the bottom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Once you pop, you can't stop. Like Pringles. Oh, no. So... All right, well, I think we got enough uh, 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 responses from our chatters out there for a Mad Lib. So, uh, and Francie brought, bought me a big, fat Mad Libs book, which I'm excited about. Uh, but we're not going to use that until we uh, finish off this other big, fat Mad Libs book I have. Um, but yeah, Francie gave me and Susan a bunch of gifts. She gave Susan a Pez dispenser she didn't have. Oh, no. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. It is. And she gave me a baseball uh, for, um, I forget what team, because you know me in sports. But it uh, has, like, sports. all the names. It has, like, all the names of the players stamped on it. It looks like it's signed, but, you know, it's not. It's not. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, she put, she gave some extra. Pro- so we're going to have to do some kind of contest soon, which, um, you know, for whatever. But I did... Uh, I pass out 10 of the Mad Libs books, and I think what we should do down the road is uh, the next time we do uh, open phones is have people call in and read us some of the old Mad Libs that we filled out on the show. That yes. would be really fun. So, yes. But let's go ahead and get to Mad Libs right now. We only have a few slots to fill in here, and I'm sorry. There's going to be some verbs, guys. I'll try Bad not verbs. to get... No, I don't think any adverbs. No, no adverbs. They're 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 all pretty. It's all pretty simple stuff. Rain, I'll try and give you the easiest ones. Okay. 
give her all the adverbs. No, <laughs> there's no, no adverbs. Have to look up adverbs. There's verbs, no adverbs. Verbs are action words. Right? Verb, verbs, verbs are action words. Yes, you're good with verbs. No adverbs. God so. damn it. All right. Uh, well, damn is a verb. So, there you go. Uh, okay. So, uh, goddamn is a verb. Uh, so, anyway, let's go ahead and play our little jingle. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad, Libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go. Joe, I need a verb. A verb. Uh, medicate. Uh, okay, yeah, that works. Uh, and Rain, I need the name of a Trump cabinet member. Oh, Doctor, what's his name? Hud. Hud. Ben Carson. Carson. Miss Doctor Carson. Doctor Ben Carson. Uh, I was looking for Wilbur Ross, but I'll take that. Because uh, so, no, I want I just want to talk about soup. No, I'm kidding. Soup. I got soup. <laughs> I sound like I sound like Wilbur Ross tonight. No, you'll never sound like Wilbur Ross. I, I think I do. I do. I do. Oh, let's let's we'll compare have some chicken soup. Let's let's chicken compare soup. and contrast. Hold on. Let's see. This is a can of Campbell's soup. This in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here, the oh, can God. of Campbell's Soup. Shut up. Uh, I don't sound quite like Wilbur no, Roth. No. But I do feel like soup. my voice is sort of squeaky. You could probably benefit from some Campbell's Soup. <laughs> or at least you should have a, a nice steamy cup of broth. <laughs> um... Maybe some chamomile teal. My voice teal. is so shot, guys. Maybe, maybe some chamomile teal with honey. <laughs> All right, Joe, a verb. Flap. Flap. Uh, rain, a verb ending in ing. <sighs> Stinking. Oh, very nice. <laughs> and Joe, last one, a plural noun, sir. Plural noun. Uh, it's already been used. Pervert. Perverts. Perverts is good. Keeping in uh, the tradition of the Trump cult. All right, yes. this one is called Letter from a Martian. Dear Earthling, I am a teenage penis. Seriously, right off the bat. Don't say penis in this house! Who lives in a two-story vomitorium on Mars? I will put this letter in a ghoulish bottle and medicate it into space and hope it gets to Earth. Of course, on Mars, we call your sluggish planet Dr. Ben Carson. <laughs> That's funny! <laughs> we, we call your sluggish planet Dr. Ben Carson. I can't think of a better sluggish name for a planet than Ben oh, there Dr. Go. Ben Carson. That's good. Ben. Uh, we know it that it is inhabited by swampy little pink men and women. 
but I would like to hear from you anyway. Tell me, how do you people flap your food? <laughs> Take out them dentures like the Trump call does. Oh, um, right. Or who was it that kept losing his teeth during the presidential? Oh, ben Carson lost his ben teeth Carson, on scrambled yeah. eggs. Yeah. Scrambled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> with the bones. We so you do have eggs with the bones. Yeah, don't don't yeah. And uh we do it by stinking rapidly. <laughs> so does Trump. No. <laughs> I hope you will be able to visit me someday. You could stay in our traitor and eat perverts just like we do. And you could play with my pet guacamole. There you go. That's it, folks. That's all the Mad Libs we got. So, all right. Let's stop. Stop the music! Okay. There we go. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, let's do parting shots. I know we're all a little bit tired because we've all had very eventful weekends and weekdays so far. And uh, I also want to go check on that little baby kitty outside and feed my indoor kitties. Um, uh, yeah, Billy, she's still hanging around. She's a cute little girl. And apparently one of our neighbors said, who's a, a vet technician said that she's no more than two years old. So she needs a little bit of love, even for a feral. So, um, everybody needs love. Even yeah. A groundhog. Yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> You know, when Bobber and I, uh, we were in his truck uh, running an errand, um, we passed a dead groundhog on the ground, and I pointed at it and said, ha ha, dead groundhog, and he was like, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm sure he didn't feel the same way as me, he was just laughing at me for doing that, so, um, but yeah. Jesus. Anyway, we saw a few, quite a few dead groundhogs, and I laughed at every one of them. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, Rain, since your voice is leaving you, uh, go ahead and give us your parting shot. And thanks for being a trooper tonight, Rain. And um, oh, You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I don't have much of a parting shot, but I'm a little disturbed at how many groundhogs you and Bob saw. We just saw one. I, maybe we saw two alongside the road. I mean, he didn't run them over. I asked him to run one over, but he said no. I'm really? Kidding. No, I'm kidding. No. I it was in the, it was in the evening. It was in the evening when we were in the truck together. There were no groundhogs out. I know, I know, I know. I was being dramatic too. You My were. parting shot is um should have given you a drama sting. Calling, uh, calling your rep. Sorry. Go ahead. Call your reps. Um, yeah, that's my parting shot because what's happening at the border, it's about fucking time that the country started paying attention to these kids. Yeah. I mean, I know all of us have known what's been happening, but it seems like something different, something worse is going on. And so my parting shot is make a phone call. And um, I hope my, my voice is back by Friday. I think it will be. If not, you just make Bobber do the whole show and you take it easy. I Very so. Uh, and yeah, by the way, Kenny, thank you for taking over for me. Because Kenny, during the during the party, he said, "Rain, shut up." Yeah, I if said you anytime. You need some shout. Yeah, you you were bringing food out and stuff, and you were like, "There's watermelon here. There's like ten pans of watermelon." And I said, "Rain's voice is shut. There are ten pans of watermelon. Come down and get it right now." 
And then I changed it to, there's 20 pans of watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) I think there were only two, but then I just kept like incrementally, like, you know, bumping it up to the amount of. Thank you for that. And and seriously, next year, we're going to try to plan the party for the same time that we had it this year. Yeah, June is, June is good. June is good. Um, third, you know. week of, third week of June. I think we're going to just put this in the... Block it out. Put it in the Rolodex. <clears throat> because here's the thing. Even if you can't stay with us, we have tons of hotels for people to stay. Oh, I can't speak highly enough of the, the Best Western. Uh, the, the breakfast, the Continental Breakfast. Get there before 10, and I'll tell you what. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is all free? Because it was like eggs and sausage and English muffins and bagels and cereal and juice and pancakes. They got a pancake machine. You push a button and it poops out two pancakes. Amazing. Get it does. No. You know, it's yeah, not yeah, like it's not even like a waffle waffle thing when you go to the hotel and like every asshole in the universe is over pouring waffle batter into yeah. it. Yeah. No. Yeah. You just push a button on it. You can't even see what's going on inside of it. And the next thing you know, you put a paper plate over the one side, poop, poop, two two pancakes. You know, that's how you get pizza in New York, in the Bronx? Uh, I can believe it. Yeah, Joe, it, that's and not you know, true. it you is know true. That. Oh, it's Joe, true. It's I, I've, uh, well, I've gone to, across the street from Yankee Stadium. There is a pizza place I always go to. It's not just, there anymore, Joe. Just, just has a slot. Mm. Okay, you slide your money in, and a piece of pizza comes out. Joe? There's some fingers behind it, but Joe? it's good pizza. Yes. Well, I, I got to tell I love you, Joe, but that place is not there anymore. Why? Well, because I there's the new Yankee Stadium. I was at the new Yankee Stadium twice. Okay, we'll talk, talk about that. All right, we'll, we'll argue about that later, but i got to say this about the pan- I pancake. I I want to say this about the, the pancake machine, all right? I don't okay. know if Dad is still listening or not, but I think they stole his pancake recipe because they were just like my dad's pancakes. They weren't all big and fluffy, like, you know, you go to Denny's and you get, like, the big ones. You know, they're, mm. like... They were small and kind of chewy. I don't think they had a lot of uh, uh, much of a rising agent. And Dad used to make pancakes without baking powder, and I love those things. They're 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 almost like kind of a cross between crepes and pancakes. They're they're like kind of chewy and fun. But that's how he used to make them. And this this company who has this pancake machine, Dad, I'm telling you what, they stole your recipe. I don't know how they got it, but those fuckers got it, and they got a machine that poops them out. So, anyway, um, as long I'll as they were in the Green Acres, hot cakes. It's a place to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe, what's your parting shot? Uh, you know, it's you know, Wayfair has what you need. Did you ever hear that commercial? Yeah, Did yeah. You I don't Wayfair. Wayfair. Never. Yeah. What, what, never. No, never. Well, oh, I have. I have. Yeah, I have. But uh, now it looks like Wayfair is is, uh, selling uh, bedding furniture to the concentration camps. Yeah. And uh, last Wednesday, um, the employees learned that uh, there was a $200,000 order filled to a government contractor who's managing those camps. And the employees are now planning a walkout. Oh! They sent, a, they sent a letter to their CEO, 
protesting the sale of these mm-hmm. bedding units to the uh, to the concentration camps, and uh, they are planning to walk out at the uh, corporate headquarters. Yeah. Um, on uh, let's see, uh, and he wants a re- they want a response by Monday at six p.m. where they are walking. Yeah, These I mean, beds are made for walking. I mean, really? really? <laughs> it's horrible. I'm sorry, you said these beds are made for walking. Beds are made that for was walking. actually a big karaoke hit. Um, I know, I, I know, I, I read that somewhere in the Facebook. And my dingling, up. my dingling, dingling by uh, oh. uh, Chuck Berry. Everybody was who, singing that too. Who would have thought? My but good, dingling. good, good for the people of Wayfair, though. I mean, you know, I've never yes. bought anything from them, but it's that's that's good to hear that they're playing on the wall. Out. I appreciate that. We've purchased quite a quite a few things from Wayfair over over the the years, and um, but uh, I'm glad to see that the workers cannot stomach in a, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's uh, tweet. Wayfair workers couldn't stomach that they were making beds to cage children. They yeah, asked the company to them. stop. The CEO said no. So tomorrow they're walking out so i guess the ceos are gonna have to find they're gonna have to the ceos are gonna have to find new friends these were my friends and they were made out of gin boxes yeah yeah there's dozens of them dozens dozens there's nothing wrong with it there are dozens of us dozens what a mistake of the maker yeah yeah so good for the Wayfair workers walking good up. for them. Good for them. All right, we're going to wrap things up right now. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and calling in. What a great entourage of folks calling. And look at that. We were able to merge the news with the fun from the weekend. So good job, everybody. And, uh, yeah, we'll see everybody on Friday. Bobber will be here. Uh, and, uh, yeah, um, check out all the other fine programs, minus the music ones. Enjoy the old time radio, um, and and stay tuned uh, as to whether or not we're going to get a music license back or not. Uh, but yeah, time to go. See you later. Focus for maximum. Oh my quality. God! Hit the right button, Ken. Here we go. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! (laughs) Time to change!